know we did it with the podcast. Jeff, you wouldn't know, but he's pretty hood. Jack's like a little engine that could not impress guests who drives the bus of his podcast. And you know that it's not last burning. Bernie, don't know how to burn it, so I'm going to go to the next guy. Yo, hey man, hey man, don't know what to say, man. He's a deceit, but he's cute. I give him that. It's just wrong thing. Your Wednesday treat. Sorry, guess this wasn't short and sweet. <laughs> what up? It's the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Gus. It's short and sweet. People are sending you messages through their theme songs now. That was yeah. awesome. And apparently, Joel's cute, according to Strange Dunk. Once again, I wasn't in that. So, yeah, you'll you'll by the time you leave the US, we'll be back yeah. to having yeah. theme songs. Gavin, you were gone for two years. How <laughs> <laughs> come I wasn't no one? <laughs> Although, like that, that's probably from two years ago, isn't it? It's pretty close uh, there. Right? No, it's a little <laughs> over a year. It's like January of eleven. Okay, so we're getting caught up. <laughs> we, we we got lucky because a lot of people submitted Christmas 2010 theme songs that I had to skip now because it's not Christmas anymore. <laughs> so we made a lot of ground up. I was going to say, at the beginning of every podcast, we play like digital archaeologists where we try to date how old that podcast theme is. Guess what? We hit a big milestone this What was week. it? What was that? So you, are, you all are familiar with the Rooster Teeth Animated Adventures. Yes. Slightly. I am. Formerly known as the Drunk Tank Animated Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yes. So those were – we've discovered those because those were created by Jay or Dan 23 A guy you yelled at at one point. A guy yelled at one point. <laughs> who I think his YouTube account was Oh the Nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, nose. that was – yeah, yeah. And uh, so he started making these little cartoons of stuff that we would talk about on the podcast. And – so then we thought, hey, that's kind of cool. And just like we do a lot of times, we hired him out of the community and said, why don't you just make them and we'll post them on our YouTube channel and started paying him to make them. And he had his first video that had a million views this week. Congratulations. Gavin's awesome. headlight fluid story. God. I'm glad that a million extra people have uh, witnessed that. <laughs> One million <now>. people. <laughs> what what episode of the podcast was that? It was like in the, in the it teens, was right? 30. 30? Mm-hmm. Man. God, what are we at now? 157. Jesus 157. Christ. Over three years of podcast. Did I wait? Ever, wait, this is yeah. Did I ever call you out on your shitty math? Yeah, you did. did I and I defended myself. Yeah, okay. and I defended myself. This is the fifth year of the podcast. I never said we've been doing it for five years. <laughs> I said this is the fifth year we've been doing the podcast. It's the fifth calendar year. Totally different. Have you heard this discussion, Gavin? I agree. That's I just agree. like me saying I've been alive in four decades, right. which yeah. is technically true, but I'm not forty. Congratulations! Years old. Congratulations! Or, the, or that we've been making the podcast in two dec for two decades. Well, we've been making yeah, it we for have. three years. <laughs> there you go. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> Two years. Three years. Five. How does 150 episodes Because we did one in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. I just counted on my hand. That's, yeah, that's five, five years. years. We didn't do one every week. I didn't say we've been doing it for five years. No, I didn't say we've been <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that. You didn't say that. You say it. But you, you're, you're forgetting the, the week we did one every day. Where oh, that will like suck our number down slightly. Oh, yeah, that's true. That would suck our number down a bit. As Gav would say. <laughs> I learned all these new expressions. We did a really fun thing this weekend. That was so much fun. Where on Sunday night, we live stream us trying to play Left 4 Dead. on Trying ex- being trying. the uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Left 4 Dead 2 on expert mode. And we tried to beat Dark Carnival. Which essentially just for us was the first level, the hotel level. We made it to the hotel in... We never got behind the hotel. Ever. We, we got to that second staircase. Like, you know, you go and you have to go upstairs and you go down to get behind the hotel. I think we got to that staircase we once. We never got to that staircase. We never no, got no, we got there one time. No. We never got through the room that you bridged that gap. Oh, no, you're right. Walkway. You're right. We never. That's where we died. That's the furthest we got. It was it was terrible. We are we have always been awful at Left 4 Dead. Always. Yeah. And, uh, that game is hard. I had some uh, friendly fire issues Ooh. on Expert. 
You, yeah, you, you did. You know, I'm, I'm reviewing. I, I'm rewatching it now, and it's constant. I shouldn't make it like a counter. Like Gavin, <laughs> every time Gavin shoots someone or sets someone on fire, that's it. It's literally friendly fire. Gavin, <laughs> Gavin's, thing was, Gavin's thing was, well, I'm going to wait till the zombies group up, and then I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail on them. And Sometimes them on it's hard to see what they're grouping around. It they could- only group around people. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's they group not true. Around. That's not true. If you set off some like car alarm well, or something, was, they could all just like bundle was, at the car, don't they? They no. don't. No, no. no. they go after humans. One, one time you were on the ground. And to try to help, he threw boomer bile on you. <laughs> you were incapacitated, he threw boomer bile on you. You were like, what are you doing? He's like, I tried to help. <laughs> like, how are you going to help? He's like, and his defense was, I thought it was a pipe bomb. Like, how would that be any better? <laughs> well, do you... Yeah. Look at him trying to work it out in his head. No, yeah. that's not better. Well, so I panic. I panic. It's scary. There's zombies everywhere. It's crazy. I always panic. I think at one point I called a boomer a boomer. <laughs> I was so scared. I get so scared playing that game. I think at one point you call a spitter uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> And Carrie had never played before, so he didn't know what any of the... Uh, yeah, that's why he kept saying, oh, it's the thing with the arm. <laughs> he didn't know the new special. Here comes the thing with the arm. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. But the problem was, was you would get a bunch of zombies around you, and you would be in trouble. And you think, how am I going to get out of this? And then, immediately, why am I on fire? <laughs> because as soon as you were in trouble, Gavin would light you on fire. There was a lot of flames. Do you think, like, zombies are scared of fire or something? Like, they maybe burn, if, you, if you light someone on fire, they'll run away from that person? There's so much... There's so much full sense of security in that game, though. You think you've cleared an area, and all of a sudden it's like, which tank? Every spit, it's everything all at once. It's terrifying. There's nowhere to run. I still like. Uh, at terrible. one point, you guys are pretty far. That like you, you change levels, right? Yeah, we went to hard rain after. You were a pretty while. damn far in the level. Like Gus was almost to the end, and then the Bernie just jumped on a car and set off the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through that level. Yeah, because of that. No, like, you made it through that yeah. level. Well, I, uh, hey, <laughs> collectively we. It was a team effort. Bernie set off the so alarm. I literally I watched Bernie jump on top of this car, <laughs> and you came out of the bog once in that one, didn't you? Yeah, and then that was our new thing: is uh, whenever yeah. we rescue a survivor. They came out of the bog. Well, some of them they came out of the toilet. You know. There you so, go. so with Gavin saying the what we call a porta potty, Gavin calls a bog. I do, any toilet can be called a bog. <laughs> oh, any toilet. Yeah, any toilet? It's just like slang for toilet. Not a loo. A bog. You can call it a loo. That should be our. That's our new team name. <laughs> team bog. A it was por- either people come out the bog or the cupboard. <laughs> the cupboard. <laughs> right. So there's a thing in Left 4 Dead where if someone's dead and you make it more than 12 feet after somebody dies, <laughs> you have a chance to respawn them by pulling them out of a closet, which just makes sense. We, we saw this happen like once, maybe twice the yeah. entire night. <laughs> well, we would see them appear, because their outline appears, saying, hey, there's someone up ahead to let them out of a room, and we would be like 30 feet away from them and not be able to navigate yeah. that 30 I, feet. I think we were about 50-50 for people coming back in the bog and then actually letting them out. <laughs> well, that's because on one level, the, the bog was literally <laughs> in the first courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> so someone had to die Four feet out of the gate, <laughs> and then we'd have to survive that, and then pull the person out. Which of the was not unheard of. You know, our very first run on Dark Carnival, we didn't even get over. We like it, we struggled to get over that first car. You know, you get your, <laughs> yeah, your weapons, and then there's the car. Like we made a stand there at the very beginning. Somehow we died during the opening cinematic. They <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> sure. just spawned on the floor. <laughs> there is something quite funny about. Someone getting brutally murdered by zombies and then just stepping out of a porta potty. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. (laughs) You have no idea. But that was actually a throwback to one of the only podcast-related videos we've ever made, which was we did the uh, Left 4 Dead survival goat mode. This was the first Left 4 Dead, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so we tested – we've always loved Left 4 Dead a lot. It's a great – because it's pure mayhem with four players. And we tested when uh, they released survival mode as part of an update where you just have to hold out as long as you can. And it was just us yelling at Joel yeah. <laughs> and, and screaming, tank, tank, every time a tank shows up. 
So, and we, we, we labeled it Rooster Teeth Survival Strategy Guide. And there's no there's, strategy. There's no, there's no strategy. There's no survival. There's, there's no guide. There's left for dead. That's there's about no it. Survival mode. I, li- I like survival mode. Where they just like bust through the wall and stuff. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's one of, the, one of, one of yeah. the best moments of that video. Like Joel's hiding behind a wall and then the wall just... just <laughs> <not like that. laughs> it's like, oh! We hear us talking about all this philosophy of if we get in a room that's surrounded by bricks, they can't come to the bricks. They immediately come to the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're screaming and yelling. Oh, but we were streaming that live too. We had like three thousand people watching us. Right yeah, by the end of the night, it was twenty four thousand uh, views. Total views. Yeah. yeah, and so we we I mean that was on twenty minutes notice. Yeah. So people have asked a bunch, so I should probably clarify. So that was kind of an alpha test to some live stuff we're going to be doing as part of an upcoming beta test in the month of April, and uh, we already got some beta testers for it. Uh, we'll be posting on the website again sometime soon. And just to kind of hint when we'll be posting is we're trying to figure out the best time to do live events. And so it would make sense if we post a call for beta users at the time that we want to do live events because we want people who are online at that time. Right. right? That makes sense. So you're just deciding the best time to do them. Right. For everyone in the world to watch. We think we've settled on the time because that that was a good time. Because it has to be, we think outside of school hours. Monday night and is work. Red, Monday night is red versus blue night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it has to be out of school. In fact, school and work. And uh, although people just watch it work, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. It. Let's be honest. Let's put it in the background. And and the, and the uh, they'll be available afterwards, will they? Or is it just live? Well, there'll be some live events for the for the podcast. Where you know, because take like, so if you miss from the if, audience. If stuff. you miss the live event, what happens then? Well, then you'll be able to hear the podcast. You watch a recorded version. Yeah, we'll yeah, put the okay. we'll put audio out. Mm-hmm. Like people, people know we, we pre-record the podcast. Obviously, they don't think they just hit download on iTunes and we start talking. <laughs> we're, we're waiting for every person that hits yeah. download, and then we'll start talking as soon as they start the download. It's all customized podcast. Yeah, that'd be a funny idea, just to like put a mic in a room, and whenever the light comes on, you have to talk, and that's someone on the internet. <laughs> so thanks, James. We're, we're yeah. talking directly to you right now. This is your podcast, <laughs> Gavin. That's called a telephone. <laughs> just so you know, that technology no. exists. You just give out your number, and when it turns on, you talk. That's exactly what you need to do. It even makes a little tone and everything like that. Boop. That reminds me of a conversation I had in college where we were pitching out ideas for shows. And uh, I had this crazy idea. We were like – people were saying, well, we could do like a, a thing where we set up cameras and you know we record what goes on in the television station all the time. This is the student television station I worked at in college where I, we just talked about the Adam Sandler interview yeah. that I did. TSTV. That showed up on YouTube um, where I look like I'm a 12-year-old – Cancer survivor, God. <laughs> and Matt so, looks like a roadie from like Motley Crue or something. Like, he looks like, like Mufasa, Jethro Tull. <laughs> but um, uh, so we were pitching out ideas there, and I came up with this brilliant idea, and I was like, I said it so enthusiastically. And basically, my idea was we get a film camera, like we get a we get a, like a Nikon or a Canon camera, and well, like stills, like stills, and mm-hmm. we take we take. 24 stills and then we put them together like with live action stuff and we put it together like so then it's motion and then it's moving. And someone goes, why wouldn't we just shoot it on film? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like such a brilliant idea at the time. And it's just like – I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Really like fucking idiot. That's like every day for Gavin. <laughs> I'd invented film on the fly. <laughs> well, at least for Gavin, like, you've got to be blown away by everything that happens around you at all times, right? Right. That's going to be exciting. Like, you wake up like, what's going to happen to me today? <laughs> How does this work? I'm going to invent the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know uh, what? I can actually go through my email and find stuff that I'm supposed to talk about for Gavin because Gus replies to it all with, Gavin is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, 
or I guess it was like three weeks so ago now. this is a response to the podcast, is it? Yeah, this is a response to the podcast. Gavin was telling us all the stuff about the royal family because we were asking about it. I didn't tell you all the stuff about the royal family. You told us nothing. You, you don't know yeah. shit. You, edu- you tried to educate. You gave us a Gavin level education of the royal family, which is like equivalent to a kindergartner. Yeah. He, he told us a they don't pay taxes, and then you had a mail that said they do. They've paid since like 1994, I think. Well, in the grand scheme of the entire history of the royal family, since 1993, in the grand scheme of your entire life, they've been paying taxes. I wasn't born in 93. You probably don't remember like shit dumbass. before that. <laughs> How old are you in 93? Were you a five? Se- I was five. So you were really big into the tax code. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that was really important to you. And then he also said that Queen Elizabeth doesn't have a full name. Like, she doesn't have a name. I, didn't say, I said she doesn't have a last name. Yeah, she's, I don't know, it's like Windsor Wait, or something. What's the fucking difference? You said she's like, from the House of Windsor. What's the problem? She has a name. The guy sent us her name. What's her name? I'm going to look it up now. <laughs> You can't say it or you summon her. <laughs> you say it three times in the mirror. She, <laughs> she, she shows up and starts knighting people. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I know you're going to go to Wikipedia because I'm sure Wikipedia if you look up Queen Elizabeth. But I know. And, and he also said that she doesn't have a passport, which I guess is not true anymore either. That she does have a passport. Who cares? I mean, even that. How I do you know? Told she, do, she doesn't need a passport. She has like a document that just says, I don't need a passport. The, the leading, Her name is on all the passports. But she's the, she's the head of the country. You would just know that she has a name. And not like, when we know the president of the United States. Name. We know their first name. Yeah. We, but you didn't what, know her what? name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no, it's, it's not that he didn't know. It's like he said she had no name. No, I said she had That's no name. That's not Owing. That's not Owing. I, I know. I know. I'm agreeing with you. I said she had no surname. That's a name. You don't know her name. What? Her name's Elizabeth. Who's no, the, who is the president of the United States? We've done this the other week. Who is the president of the United States? Obama. Right. Do you know his first name? Yes. Do you know that he has a first name? What is his first name? You know, it's funny. No, wait, wait. Let's take it back a step. You asked, what's the name of the president? He replied with the last name. So how is the last name of the queen not her name? What do you mean the last name of the queen? What last name of the queen? What are you talking about? So, so tell me then, what is the queen's name? Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> and she's got like... Mary, there's some middle names as well. But there's no surname, is what I'm saying! But what I'm telling you is say her name. So what is her name? I don't know if She's the leader of your country your entire life. Just say her name. She's called the Queen! That's, nobody, call, nobody calls her Liz. Alright, Liz, how's it going? What is, what is Bill Clinton's full name? William Jefferson Clinton. There. Well done. He, four years, or eight years, he was Barack president. Hussein Obama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, even, even go back further. There's Franklin D. Roosevelt. What does the D stand for? Delano. Yeah, Delano. Delano. Yeah. Delano. For God's sake. They're not royalty. The royal family is born into royalty. Yes. They don't have okay, a regular so what's their surname. Name? So what's her name? Read it online. What does no, it say? No, 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 you tell us, you. dumbass. We're that, asking you the for The point her is name. she's been the leader of your country your entire life. You don't know her name. That's the point. Not that she has a name. It's that you don't know it. I know her role. What? <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, 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 wait, 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 what's her role? Queen. <laughs> what does that mean? Big what does boss. she do? Big uh, country boss. She knights people. Commonwealth. She taps people with a stick. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's, uh, Who's that's the prime minister awful. right now? Uh, David Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Who's that? Who's the pre- I actually don't know. Who's the prime minister? David, David Cameron. Cameron. Right? Yeah? yeah. I, I lost who, track. Who, who was before David Cameron? Oh. Uh, Gordon Brown? Yeah, I lost track after Gordon Brown. I lost track after Tony Blair, to be honest. Mm. I gotta admit, I lost track after Tony Blair as well. Tony Blair was the man. 
You thought so? I don't know. I just liked his face. I thought he was. I thought he was pretty well known. He. Uh, I thought he was uh, kind of known for being kind of a bitch. to George Oh, was he? Yeah. I don't. I never really listened to anything he said. It just. He, he, he was, was the one that kind of agreed to go into Iraq and stuff like that. Iraq. Iraq. I rock. rock. I want a rock. What? What is? The what is that wrong? What's it's the Iraq. queen's full name? I rock the Camaro. <laughs> I rock Z. What's that? Read out the queen's full name. Okay, hold on. Let me. Her. Uh, the the well, you surname. Tell us her full name. I don't know the he full name. There. He just admitted it. Admitted. Finally admitted it. I. I never said I did know it. At what point? You said she. You, didn't you said she have didn't have one. one. I said she doesn't have a last name and because she's referred to as from the House of Windsor or that really old like Anglo German name. And that you she's look had. up your email. Look up queen name because I, I must have deleted it. Oh, Gavin is an idiot. Okay, here's the <laughs> the queen's full name is Elizabeth Alexandra Mary. So you think her surname is Mary? Could be. It isn't. That's a middle name. <laughs> what's the last name? So the last the so they're not cool, so, like, so what's Alexandra then? It's a middle name. And Mary is also? It yeah. doesn't matter. You can have as many names in between the first name and the surname. He's not called William you Mary. You didn't know her name. That's the point. Now that That's the not the name. point I was making. What's the point we're making? Look, right, you list <laughs> you list all the names. They'll all have middle names, but there won't be one surname. But you Windsor don't know is the, the queen's oh, name. God. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> It does matter. The point is you live in a country where you're ruled by someone and you didn't know their name. You just said Elizabeth. I think the uh, royal family is kind of irrelevant to my generation. Would you consider honest. would you consider Queen Elizabeth to be the ruler of your country? Yeah. I see I have to be careful there because I know that's like there's differences between the UK and Britain. She's in charge of the entire Commonwealth. So that's the entire UK. No. So is Canada part of the UK? No. You're the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth is, is a lot. There's loads of countries in the Commonwealth. I'm looking at the Commonwealth right now. Back from yeah. your imperial day. Oh, here we go, Gavin oh, Quiz. God. This is your country. Name me, I don't know, five. I couldn't. I can, I can <laughs> okay. give it a shot. I can give it a shot. Okay. Hong Kong is definitely not in there anymore, right? Like no. they, they gave it away. Correct. It's not just, cons- you know, they have no ownership in Hong Kong. Correct. So I guess India. Uh, sorry, this, this list isn't alphabetized or anything. Um, How many are there? I don't even see India on here. I must be going way too far back mm-hmm. for the colonial stuff. So I would guess British Virgin Islands. BVIs. Canada's still – Canada, Australia. She's on all the yeah, Canadian yeah. money. Canada, Australia, the British Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. India's not on there. That's, Something in Africa I'm not going to know. That's got to be wrong that India's not on here. Pakistan's on here. It says 52 to 56. Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> I, didn't, I actually didn't know that. Well, yeah, I mean, Pakistan hey, so was we going car- former countries than America. Pakistan was carved out, um, you know, from from India when the U- when the UK withdrew. Oh, okay, but that's former countries. What's still in the Commonwealth? What's still in the Commonwealth? The UK, Canada, Australia, Australia. New Zealand, New Zealand. I didn't want to win. Jamaica, Jamaica, Barba- Jamaica, Barbados, but this the Bahamas, Bermuda, Grenada, Papua New Guinea, Solomon Islands. Tuvalu. Are the Canary Islands? Are they? No. That's St. Lucia, St. Vincent, Belize. Oh, that's weird. Antigua and St. Kitts and Nevis. But this conversation proves one of the, the great points about the royal family is that foreigners are very interested in it. You think like, so? you're curious about the royal family. You're like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, ooh. I'm, it more, is, I'm, more, interesting. Yeah, I'm so, more curious in your lack of knowledge. <laughs> but it's the tourist attraction just to go and look at the Queen's house. What is the Queen's House called? Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Windsor Castle. Knock, knock. Hello, Queen. <laughs> There's a great bit in World War Z about, uh, about like, castles and stuff. That's, that's pretty cool. And they talk about the Queen of England. Yeah. It's, it's a cool book. And you go to her house and you can knock on the door. Yeah, knock on the door. Go, oh, hello. I'm the Queen with no name. <laughs> <laughs> I have no last name. 
So I'm sorry. I mean, don't get mad at me. Can you punch somebody if they make fun of the queen? Would you like fucking you make fun of the queen? Yeah. Would you get upset? It's, it's, you can do that legally. His, his fist is clenched. Yeah, well, it, it is out. clenched. Your fist, yo, what's I up? have the legal right to smack anyone who badmouths the queen. You're not, and I can't your, be arrested for it. You're not in your country. Maybe, maybe in your country. That's not true. This well. America. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. What is like? What is in like? Funny thing about the UK is you don't have freedom of speech. Like that's not a protected right. What do you mean? Like we, that's a big thing in America. Like the biggest, if you say like, what's the number one inalienable, inalienable right? It's the freedom of speech. What? So you can say what you it want. It used to be freedom of religion, but that's, people don't seem to care so much about that as much as freedom yeah. of speech. So you can case. say anything. You can say as, whatever as, you want to. As long as it doesn't create like a public hazard. Like yeah. you can't go into crowded theater. Well, how's and you'll that fire. different from the UK? What can't I say? Um, you can't use hate speech. Like what? Um, like Glenbeck. Like that all, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like you can't all, say terribly racist things in public. Well, you can do that here then? Yeah. 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 You could just preach racism. Yep. yep. Sure. Wow, that's great. I wish I lived here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> just an I'm not criticizing. I'm saying it's a major difference. Like a lot of people when they hear when like I think there's a lot of Americans who think freedom of speech is synonymous with first world cultures. It's not the case. It's like a big thing here, but it's not a big thing everywhere else. Well, we have freedom of speech, you know, really. We can Except say what you we don't. Want. Nobody really wants to preach that kind of stuff anyway. That's well. There you well, go. You think so, so for a regular like, person, some, pe- some people do, unfortunately. Yeah, but for a regular normal person, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm free to say what I want. Well, also in America, there's a lot of Americans think they have a right to privacy. There's no such thing. No, there's no such thing as you a right have to privacy. A, a right against illegal search and seizure. Right. That's about it. That's it. But that's about it. And they can interpret that to mean. Yeah, you know, that's very open. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, but but you guys in the UK, I mean, you guys have cameras freaking everywhere. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. Where you'd rather be feel safe than feel private. But I always feel well, like, and I feel like I've always read that those cameras don't always translate into higher arrest percentages, or they don't close. The crimes. whole point is, it's, it's if you're innocent, perception, right? Like, if you're innocent, you're fine. Like, and if you don't a, break the law, that's a bad thing to say, though. That, that's fucking Big Brother talk. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, if I'm not breaking the law, I don't give a, I don't give a damn. What are the camera's going to do? Catch me not doing anything illegal? Here's what that attitude leads to, though. If you say if you're innocent, you don't have anything to worry about. That leads to the idea that well, he wouldn't have been arrested if he didn't do something wrong. That, and that's not true. I mean, in, in America too, we have that problem where someone is arrested and charged with something, and that gets in the paper when someone's charged with something. But then nine months later, there's a court case, and they're found innocent. There's no front page yeah. headline showing, oh, he's found innocent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. This guy. Like, it's just a mugshot. Yeah. I spent a night in jail for doing nothing, <laughs> like doing doing something not illegal. What were you doing? I, I, I slept in my car, and I woke up you the next broke morning. broke into a jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've heard this story, right? Yeah. I think yeah. I, like from a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got pulled over. They thought I was drunk. I was not drunk, and they still put me in jail. How was it? Terrible. <laughs> I do not recommend going to jail. Did you have to drop a deuce in front of other dudes? Uh, but no. by jail, you just mean like a holding cell overnight. Yeah. Not yeah. actual jail. But well, it, was, not it, was like a big, it was like a big communal one, right? Yeah, there was like 12 of us in a room. When you say, <laughs> when you say jail, too, that's, I think you mean prison, what we call yeah, prison. I just said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you get when you get like locked away. Yeah, when you go to Like sentenced. So I, I recently read, and this was a post, I'll have to go to Facebook to find it. But now there's so many of the prisons in America that are private prisons and they're private enterprises that they have goals for capacity. They want to stay at a certain capacity for profitability. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking scary. That's, dude. that's why the United States has one of the highest populations of incarcerated people in the, in the world. Yeah. Per capita for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, that was like Wait. one of the, one of the big arguments why, um, you know, marijuana will not ever be legal it's because they can just keep those guys in jail, nonviolent offenders and they throw them in jail. That's I mean, seriously, that's one of the things when you it's like when you talk about it. That's such a huge problem that we have private prisons that are for profit 
just sitting here talking about that, that should be like our whole lives is getting rid of that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's, it's like, just, like they're, they're trying to find ways to get you into prison so they can, you know, get their bottom line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have the highest level of people in prison. Yeah. Per capita. Per capita. Yeah. Even with capital punishment. Yeah. We don't, we don't that, kill that many not every, It's not, not that many people, actually. Not, not every state has capital punishment. Okay. Well, how many people get executed every year then? I guess less than <clears throat> what? Less than a hundred, maybe. Oh, okay. in the whole country? Yeah, it's probably more than that. Really? I think one year Texas did a hundred by itself. <laughs> yeah, Texas might do, but that's a lot. That's like one every three days. Yeah, because yeah. usually you hear stuff in the news about that. It also, not, it also depends on who's in office. Very sadly, are you not worried about that? About being? If I'm innocent, innocent, I don't could, have to worry. You could be executed by your country. No, that yeah. is a concern. That's why I don't say things like uh, "I'm not worried because I'm innocent." You know, because you could be innocent, and some set of circumstances could come up where you get pinned with something. Yeah, so you're against it then. You're against capital punishment. Um. Well, wow. We very rarely get political on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. It's like I don't subscribe to any specific like political set. That's a big thing in America too, where it's like people have like these yeah, buckets they fit in. Like I'm, I'm pro euthanasia which is allowing people to kill themselves if they're sick and they want to i'm pro that <laughs> but i'm not i'm not pro capital punishment no and mm. the big the big argument there is that if somebody if something happened in your life where you know i don't want to even talk about bad thing that could happen you know with a family member or something like that then you would see the capital punishment and you would see the value of it but that's not that's an individual thing mm-hmm. not a society thing like if a dude broke into a prison and killed the dude that killed his family i would be cool with that i would be <laughs> really? I, 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 yeah I mean, yeah. If a guy if a guy took revenge on somebody else like that, that would to me that would be justifiable. But like society getting together and killing somebody doesn't doesn't sit well. With but at me. the same time, it's like you know, say you put someone in jail for life, and they're like twenty five years old. They're in jail for life, no chance of parole. Yeah, the government's going to pay for that person for the next seventy years. Money's not people, though. I mean, money's not people yeah. when it comes down to it. To me, to me, I mean, it's you know, it's one of those things. So since nineteen seventy six, there have been. 1,285 executions. The most was in 1999, which was 98. Hey, I wow. said less than 100. Well done, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. How many, were, how, how many were last year? Do you have a list there? In 2011, was 43. Okay. So what, there, there are 34 death penalty states. While I'm in your country, then, am I eligible for execution? Certainly. Really? It yeah. would be tricky because you're <laughs> a British Here's citizen. what we've worked out, Because he, he's wily. <laughs> so you're, he's you're, hard to pin your government would probably intervene. And uh, try to file some kind of extradition to get you out of the country. Feel yeah. kind of bad for slagging off the queen now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, we'll save you, but what is my name? <laughs> oh, hold on. I actually, I actually have a uh, Gus and I built a flowchart here. Let it's me like pull the end it up. story. How do we get Gavin executed? Say my name. There were some uh, Mexican citizens who were executed in Texas. I think within the last year, and it was kind of a big deal. The Mexican embassy was very, the Mexican government was very upset about it. I realize, I realize, too, me making that statement, there's some people who feel very strongly about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's one of those things, too. It's like, another thing I, I'm big into is I don't believe in cruel and unusual punishment. That's a big deal to me. It's like, when you have power over somebody and you have them captive, what you do with that person says so much about you as a person, you as a society, like torture and things like that. I know that the word torture is like, even now is like the definition of it. It's all over the place. I think you stay as far away from it as possible. Because once you start torturing people, it's just like, that's like medieval shit. Mm-hmm. That makes me it makes me happy you're saying that as the boss of the company. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Psychological is a totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast is not applied to torture. <laughs> so you know. It's only torture if you're listening. Where's that shocking machine? Got I could not imagine the mental state and what it does to a person 
to have your death as a date on the calendar, Oof. and it's coming. And you just watch it. Like, you watch the pages of the calendar turn, and you know, like, February 15th, I'm going to die. I'm not going to so be alive February 15th. If, if you could know the date of your death through natural causes, you would not want to know? Like, if, if, if you knew you had, like, 40 or 50 years from now, that there's a date out there on the calendar, would you want to know that? I don't like going out to, like, 2050 and knowing that I'm probably not going to be alive, or 2060. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem far enough out to me to know that I'm not going to be here, you know? That seems weird. Mm-hmm. That's actually not far enough. Like, 2070. Mm-hmm. That seems okay to me now. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty optimistic. But the... Um, it is interesting, though. Imagine if you could see your gravestone with the end date already written on. You'd be like, damn. If you knew you couldn't die any other way, that would be cool. Why? Well, because well, then you chuck yourself in front of cars and see what happens. <laughs> I'd be like Saint Row. Insurance <laughs> fraud all over the place. <laughs> smeared up the walls. Is insurance fraud the best mini game? In oh yeah, any game ever. It, it was better in the first one, I think. I, it was still great. I think the uh, what was in Burnout, the old uh, oh the Crash Crash mode was pretty. Why good. did they take that out? I don't know. They made a whole game based on it that you should oh. play. Yeah, I, I played it. I, I feel like the the, the crash mode in the old Burnout games was, was more. The fun. last Burnout game I played was Paradise, and there was just kind of like a tiny little mini game. It wasn't really a thing. It was like well, you, you could, could do it whenever you wanted. Yeah, but for, for what? There's no, you know, why? Oh, then you should absolutely download the arcade game Burnout Crash. You should absolutely get it. It's a lot of fun. It's like the original GTA, which you probably never played, which was top down. I did play that. Thank you very much. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so he it's was like five. Yeah, no, I right. was about nine. I think. He was infuriated by the tax code <laughs> in the UK. Smashing cars. So he immediately logged on and played Grand Theft Auto. Let's play that on Windows ninety five. <laughs> Windows ninety five. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's like that. Burnout Crash is a, is a really fun game. And there's two achievements I can't get unless my friends are playing. Oh yeah, yeah. You get you, you'll get addicted to this because each level has three different modes. And then there's five stars in each mode on every level. So it ends up being like 280 stars that you mm. can get. And then that's an achievement to get every star and everything. And it's like, it gets to be – and you can see all your friends in, the, in the, the scoreboard. I don't know why on that game it matters. Like that was a big thing when I first started playing Xbox Live Arcade games. What, leaderboards? Leaderboards. Remember, remember our – Some games are so much – I think the leaderboards are so much more important than others. Oh, yeah, like Trials? Oh, trials. Oh, my oh, God. God. Dude, I, I played some Trials Evolution out of GDC this past week. Oh my god! <laughs> when so when is that exciting. coming out? Uh, I think they're saying July. Nice. Yeah, like I think they're aiming for summer of arcade. I don't know. I don't know any of that for sure. But I let I let I'm excited about this. I let a party of uh, like a birthday party of nine year olds yeah. play trials. That's totally fine, right? Yeah, yeah. The, kid, yeah. the guy it's flopping a, around. It's a bike and, game. Yeah, yeah. It's ragdoll. It gives them ideas for stuff they can do on their bike. Oh, totally cool. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> they can back edit. edit, edit. <laughs> um, but I'll go way back on you. You know it was a great game for leaderboards? Marble Blast. Marble Blast. Ultra I knew you were going to say that. God, it was so, so good. I, I went through and I beat all your times, by the way. You slut. You manky little slut. I did that about manky. three years ago. <laughs> there, were, there were some where you had, you had a path where you could – it was timed, like how fast you could finish a level. And there were some where you could pick up an hourglass that would stop your time. Yeah. So there were some where you had to like pick up all the hourglasses. On, you played for a minute, but your times were like 4.2. Seconds wow. to finish the level because you were picking up the hourglass, and it's basically how quickly can you get to the first hourglass? It and that's not the time, and it was like some kind of weird thing. And then then we found out that people were over calibrating their controllers. Well, they found that like the the stick is actually limited by the plastic around the right. thing, so you can actually chisel away oh, some of the really? plastic, and oh, your wow. stick your stick can is- push even further, and it's mm-hmm. actually like. You, the, the control can see it. Like, yeah, so you, you could, if you take the top off of your controller, yeah, then people you have would more just, like, like, range make, of motion on your stick. Yeah, people just take the plastic, around, the shell around this stick like, off. And it would off. actually, it would make wow. your ball just go a little bit faster. Yeah. Wow. And then I heard things too, like when you turn on the controller, it auto-calibrates. Oh, so if you 
if you push up when you when you turn oh, so it's on, like double up when you it do would it. Double again. up, yeah. <laughs> so because forward is the big thing. Leaderboards, you will, the the number one time on a leaderboard is never ever been a genuine run. <laughs> and why don't even police that and just kill yeah, that first time? Delete that. Yeah. It's like it's like the first one is like point zero one seconds, and the next one's forty five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but you, Jack, you once got very high on the trials board for uh, one map, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I got first place overall, like worldwide overall, for one of the trials maps. And then they busted the map, yeah, and, they, <laughs> and they figured out how to break the map. And you now just I'm, like, I'm literally over. like in the thousands. Yeah. But I, I happen to be recording when I when I actually got that time. Yeah. My I, best I, time I, on trials, I got forty one in the world, and I'm now like seven hundred and fifty. Now the cool thing about trials is, like you were talking about, that you can go to the top leaderboards and actually download. Their their runs. Yeah. You can watch their runs. Like the top thousand. Yeah, they, they, they should allow you to do that. Place. And then they should allow you to flag it. You're yeah. like, oh, this guy's obviously cheating. And if they get in the flags, like, <laughs> yeah. Remove it or, you know, review it. That'd be smart. But th- there's also the philosophy, too, that you're using the game to get the time that anybody can do it. Like when, you know, in Halo 2, they had what they call sword sniping, where you'd have a sniper rifle and you'd shoot and then switch to your sword and you could sword lunge from yeah. across the map. You could, be, you could do that with rocket as well. And it was, it was, it was hard as shit to do that. <laughs> and so the kids who could do it were amazing, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things where there's a philosophy too with people. It's like, I'm not modding the game. I'm taking advantage of something that's in the game that anybody can do if they learn how to do it. And it's not easy. So, it's just when it gets patched and then nobody can do it anymore that it becomes an issue. That's a good point. Because that Halo thing went away very quickly. For leaderboards. Yes. Yeah. But not so much for matchmaking, ongoing no, matchmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, tra- the Trials Evolutions could be four-player, like four-player simultaneous. I, I saw some trailer oh. stuff of just like oh, people. Man. Dude, the game is so, beautiful. When, should, when is that coming out? Uh, July. We should totally like try seven. that game. Why don't, we get a, why don't we see if we can get an early copy of it? We'll make that a live event. It's, oh, uh, it's Red, awesome. Red Links. It's a Ubisoft company, so we'll see what we can do. We'll so, talk to Faith. So, dear Ubisoft people out there, if you're listening, or Red Links, I think Taro something is the CEO of Red Links. We love your game. Trials is my favorite game. We love your game. Number one video game podcast. <laughs> so we know the queen's by name. <laughs> we know the queen's true name. We have power over her. <laughs> so what was your highest though ranking ever on a leaderboard was Jack? You were highest. You were third in the world as the drummer on Rock Band. No, I was tied for first. Tied for first. I, I've been I've been first in the world on three leaderboards. One of which I don't really count because it was before a game was out. But That's still, true. you're right. That doesn't count. That doesn't but count. Uh, still, it was kind of cool to see your name. But, but at that point, it was like 20 people. It was, I think, Dishwasher, the, the newest one that uh, we got. But anyway, yeah, um, right when Rock Band came out, I did the head-to-head competition. And I was able to pretty much perfect any song on, like, medium is what I would play. And so I would always do head-to-head. And, I was, like, inevitably, the other person would mess up, like, one note. And I ended up winning, like, 50 matches in a row. And I was tied <laughs> for first overall. And then uh, I took a photo of it. It was one of my first journals I think I ever wrote on on Rooster Teeth, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And so took a photo of it, and that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, stopped playing. My, <laughs> my highest ever, I was like 26th in the world in Dead Rising. Wow. When I, when I, when I got that one achievement where you play for as long as you possibly can. I yeah. can't believe wow. you did that. And then the other person I know oh, who the other person I know who is pretty high. Bernie just waved at the door, yeah, by the way. I did wave the door. Come on in, Faith. So Faith is going to come in. So we're going to get into this in a second, but we we recently changed the way we do R two life. You want to join us on the podcast? Sure. Even though my voice is like totally gone. No, that's okay. We just have a quick question to ask you. So Faith joined us. She's working with us on RTX this year, and she's helping us. You want to put on those headphones, sir? And Faith is a frag doll, former frag doll. Now, are you officially retired as a frag doll? I am retired from a doll, but always a frag doll for life. Yeah, once a frag doll, always a frag doll. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about leaderboards on Xbox. You're a big FPS person, yes, right? Yes, I am. What was like your highest ranking ever, like on a leaderboard or like in some kind of ranking system? Uh, first in the shooter, or what was it? Sharpshooter on Rainbow Six Vegas. 
So you were you were number one on the leaderboards? Oh, yeah. In Sharpshooter. Yes. That. Like, so yeah. casual. Oh, yeah. 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 Clearly. <laughs> and the other one, uh, Brooke was the other person who was severely high-ranked. She had... I want to say she was like 15th in the world in Galaga. Oh, totally. Which oh, is cr- it's crazy. Like, out of, <laughs> of the games, Galaga. That's from the, That was a huge arcade game. Yeah. Was yeah, that an old one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a... It's, it's a classic. It's, it's a great version of Space Invaders, essentially. It's It was a huge arcade game. Like, a old school Well, that's arcade. more impressive than a modern game. To be I, a, I think so, to too. To be the best of a classic game. I don't know. If you go back, me and Brooke were trying to fight over Kitchen Carnage, Annoying Orange... I mean, we were two and three, and then E3 came, and then just wiped all of our scores away, and we got so pissed, we just rage quit. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't understand. Like, you're sitting there, me and Brooke, for like a month straight, would just go, and we're trying to get these fruit in the blender, and then you have to get them in the air duct, and then you have to get them in the cabinet for extra time, and we would like mark little points on where you need to put your finger, like the actual (laughs) part to get it like into the blender at like the highest point possible. You would mark it on your iPad? Brooke marked it with a piece of paper. I just... So this is why your iPad's broken, is what I'm getting at. Oh, no. Both of our iPads, we had marks where our fingers were going back and forth on. You've worn down the screen? You've worn down the glass? Like, we don't even like to talk. I shouldn't even have brought it up on the podcast. (laughs) No, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. So Faith was in a video, the first video that Faith has been in for us. She was in an RT Life video that we just posted. And I'm supposed to do a blog update about this. It'll probably be out by the time the podcast is up. But... We made a change to the way that we do RT Life, where which is the behind-the-scenes videos for the site, where it started as supposed to be like a look behind the scenes of what we do here on an average day. But then as we tend to do, we started to try to make it as... It became a production. Yeah, it became as big as possible. So we started doing these big productions where we were doing stuff like stunts and gags that we don't do. That's not what we do. So <laughs> yeah. so instead of like busting out the red to shoot and RT Life and, yeah. Yeah, and lights and all that stuff, what I did was I just went out and bought a bunch of flips and put them out everywhere and said, okay, everybody, when you have something funny you're doing or whatever, just pick up a flip or one of these Sony bloggy cameras that we have and uh, just go around and record and do whatever. Or if you're like Gavin, you have an iPhone yeah. that records in HD, just do that. Yeah. Which you do all the time. I anyway. just film. I document everything. So I recorded Faith trying to get oh, her gosh. attention with her headphones turned on. <laughs> I, I, do you know I was trying to talk to you today? Well, yeah, I, Adam was like pointing at me. I was in my jam. I was. She, she's super zone. paranoid that other people can hear her music when she has her headphones on. Oh, definitely. But she refuses to turn her music down. Like she's like, "Can you hear it?" I'm like, "Yes." She's like, "Oh, I'm so embarrassed." But then it keeps going. So you embarrassed about what you listen to? <laughs> oh no way! I love my stuff. So why are you trying to hide it? Because the, the crap that just happened was <laughs> in that video where everyone's like. Her music's up so loud. I'm not even note- oh my god! I'm yeah. in the doorway shouting to her, trying to get her <laughs> yeah. attention. Like, hey, Faith, I'm trying to see how loud I have to talk in order to get her. You but got today, pretty loud today. I couldn't get. I was four feet away from you. I couldn't get your. Attention. Yeah, but nobody could yeah, hear he, my music. He was like, was he was like, Faith, Faith, Faith. I was like, she can't hear you. I, I was having a silent disco. There you go. You're wired in, like in the what is it, the social network? Well, you've seen the silent discos, right? Where say you go and walk into a party, and every it's just dead silent. Because everyone's jamming to the music on headphones. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. So everyone's just dancing. <laughs> just think about it, though. This everyone's is dancing to separate beats and everyone's out of time. That's yeah, funny. it's like you're listening to the exact same music, but oh, right. there's no music in the venue. It's all in your oh, headphones. Oh, so it's the same music. It's all synced. It's a silent yeah. disco. It's a silent disco, yeah. I've well, seen I, the guys improv everywhere do that, too, where they'll give everyone an MP3. MP3 challenge. MP3 challenge, is that what it's called? Yeah. So everyone has an MP3 and they start it in public based on a time. And then it gives them instructions. So all of a sudden in like Central Park, 300 people just start all pointing in one direction. And then oh, it freaks is everybody. that how it's actually like calculated or 
planned is through an MP3. I've seen it in like. Why wouldn't they just transmit it over? That's one thing they do. That's one thing they do. But then the other ones like where they freeze in public and things. Mm-hmm. That's or they have a bust out and they have like a big play. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's more rehearsed. But this thing is like they get volunteers and you just have to get the MP3 and listen and just do whatever it says. It's gotten bigger and bigger every year. It's like thousands of people doing that. Yeah. Well, this is what we were talking with it about with uh, I Am 8-Bit at uh, GDC about the silent disco. I mean, I've never actually walked into a disco where it's dead silent and everyone's just like, doom, doom, doom. But I don't know. I've never actually walked into a disco. The moment. So if you're in there with no headphones, all you can hear is people like grunting and breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, just imagine the possibilities of it. <laughs> Okay, well, Faith, thank yes. you for joining us. So, Faith is going to be working on RTX stuff. As you guys know, uh, RTX is this summer in Austin. July 7th and 8th. July 7th and 8th. Be there and be square. And this, this has been a fun week to kind of get ready for, kind of pumped for RTX because we've had, thanks, Faith. So, we've had South by Southwest in town all, all week, and it's been crazy because people come in from all over to, you know, see us say hello. And we had a fun party with Blip where we did a live version of Red versus Blue. That was fun. That was fun. It went really well. Despite the uh, technical issues and the rain, I think what were Gus, the technical issues that we. Had? Well, just like oh, God. Well, okay. I mean, live head bobbing. I mean, I think Gus had my favorite ad lib when uh, I think Simmons was just looking off into the sky, and Gus was like, "Hey, look at that plane, Sarge." <laughs> it was, it was pretty, oh. pretty fun stuff. I, I had the thing where you where you bump two Halo characters together, and one just pushes the other off screen. <laughs> and I believe I said, "Out of my way, bitch." <laughs> the uh, and then we had a. Uh, as we, if you can, I don't know, I don't think this was recorded, but we did once before, not a live performance, but we did a table read at Halo Fest. Yeah, I at, think it was recorded. I think we linked it. I think it was on the IGN page. I'm saying our live performance was not recorded. The yeah. Halo Fest one was. Oh, oh, oh I thought you were Halo Fest. Sorry. No, and the Halo Fest one was. So if you want to see something similar, you can go see uh, the Halo Fest live read that we did. That was that on Waypoint? It's, it definitely would be on Waypoint. Yeah. I'll and, find a link. I'll put it in the link dump. Oh, there you go. That'll be cool. And then, um, yeah, that was fun. So that we did the same kind of thing where we had a member from the audience come up and provide sound effects. And this time we had a girl from the audience come up, and girls just can't do sound effects. <laughs> we said, well, do a gun firing. And she goes, pew, pew. She goes, pew, 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 pew. And then people immediately started getting after her saying, that's a laser. That's a laser. <laughs> and then she had to play a taco salesman. And oh, God. we said, give us your best taco salesman. And she was the most racist thing <laughs> ever done in front of a group of people. See, if we were in England, freedom of speech, she would have been arrested <laughs> and sent to the what – what is it? What did you send to the prison? The bog. What do you call it in the UK? The boxy. The boxy. No, the I just made that. Boxy. Boxy. My name is Boxy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at special guests for RTX, and Boxy showed up on the list. We, were ta- we talked about Boxy for a little while to uh, to go out there and find Boxy, and apparently so, she's returned to the internet. Yeah, she yeah, got terribly a new famous. Hopi. A new Hopi. She, yeah, she got terribly famous because uh, of a site that will not be named, and then vanished. And now she, I guess, doesn't have the uh, the popularity she once did. So now she wants that again. So she came back. Oh, don't don't guess her motivations. Maybe she's I, doing it for fun. Okay, I don't know. Shame on you, Jack. You're like, pardon she's, me. She's all got a void in her life. <laughs> <laughs> she's just trying to impress me. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I know the queen by name. <laughs> so, so, how much South by stuff are you doing this year, Bernie? Are you on any movies or anything? Wait, did, uh, did you have a panel this week? I did. I had a panel on Sunday. Uh, it was me and a guy who I had never met. There's there's tends to be in like online Go video on. people that you. That, like guy behind the guy kind of a deal. So yeah. Smosh was in uh, Red vs. Blue Season 9. Ian, yes. Ian and Anthony from Smosh, uh, who are they're an enormous YouTube channel and they make funny videos. Um, and I met their guy, their business guy. He was on the panel with me and I, just, I didn't know there was a business guy at Smosh. Yeah, and he um, – apparently they had – I didn't know this. Smosh sold to Alloy Digital Media. Hmm. Uh, like and they're now in the same family of shows as like Gossip Girl. 
and stuff like that. So it's really interesting. So huh. he had a lot to say. Um, and then speaking of live streaming stuff, one of the other people on the panel was a guy by the name of – he goes by Day9 okay. TV, which is – he streams – StarCraft tournaments, which is like, if you're going to stream anything, just go ahead and stream StarCraft yeah, tournaments. Just do, yeah. the, do the most popular thing. Dear Lord, dude. People no. watch the fuck out of StarCraft. Dude, have, have you actually watched one, like sat down and watched those things? No. The commentators are fantastic. Like, they make me feel bad about what I do. <laughs> like, these guys, I mean, they're like pro commentators. They, I mean, they know the game's back to front, and they just sit there and explain what's going on. It's so like, are they actually playing or just watching? They're just watching. Like, oh, wow. there's, a, there's a spectator mode where it just unlocks, it's like, unlocks the whole map, and you can float around, and they'll point out different stuff going on, and be like, <laughs> oh, he's using this strategy, look, he's putting these guys here, like, oh, you know, he's obviously using this technique, and it's just, it's, so it's fascinating. They're, they're tipping off the other team, is what you're saying. No, 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 I, I don't think they do this live. I think they were, like, they'll get the, re- the replays, and then do commentary over the replay. Oh, well, it's easy to do that, then. Well, I mean, I guess so, but I mean, still, like these guys do it like immediately. No, no, these guys are like esports guys. Yeah, like, these guys, yeah. Are, these guys are pro. Like yeah. these are really, really good dudes. So I know Fwiz. You know, that's what Fwiz. he does, and he's excellent at it. Yeah, yeah. So is, is that is that a business live streaming? Is there a lot of money to be made? Esports is getting bigger all the time, and esports seems to be the best application of live streaming. Like we even talked about twenty four thousand people watching that stream that night. I mean, that's not a lot of people. I mean, when we talk about videos, we have a you know one of the fan made. He's not a fan, you know what I mean. But RTAA, he had a million views on his video. That makes more sense to us. But live streams just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, guys like me and Gus, we don't think of the internet as being live. Mm-mm. No, we, we, we think of carrier pigeons, smoke <laughs> exactly. signals. But I mean, like so. bandwidth is getting so cheap now, and like you're able to push the stuff out quicker, and quality is getting better, and so that's, when, that's where it's going to be. I mean, you know, they always say like the you know the internet's going to take over television. Like you'll have you know an internet well, box in your living. It's room. not. It's not the data to me though. It's I don't show up at the internet when the internet tells me to. I go to the yeah. internet when I want to, yeah. and I pull everything I want. Even to me, like, the internet is pull. Yeah, yeah, even sometimes when you go on YouTube and there's like a bar at the top saying, watch this live thing that's happening. It's like, I'm not going to watch that now. Right. Why do I watch that now? I'm doing other stuff on the internet. I'll wait to hear if it was good or not, then I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and so our thing is like we're not – when we look at – we're in a business talk here, Gav. Look at you. So when we look at – Rishi looks at live as like a business. We don't look at it so much as a big numbers thing, but how can we have better interaction? Like how can we have live interaction? Because that's something you don't get. I mean you can sit there in YouTube comments and do that stuff, but even – when you sit in like a, in a in a video thread and you try to comment to people, I mean that just gets stuff gets buried. You know? yeah. Also, if everyone's watching at different times, they're commenting on different things. Mm-hmm. And- so, how long is it going to be until someone's life is on a permanent live stream for oh, the rest that, of the oh, life? People, people yeah. used to do that. People did that a long time ago. There, oh yeah, there was like a, is there someone who's just been live streaming for the last you know five years? I think I think most I've ever heard is a year at a time. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't that. Remember that was that old site Jenny Cam like Jenny back Cam in the, the worst, mid nineties. Yeah. I'm going to look it up to see how long that one went on. Because I thought that was several years. Yeah, she was online all the time. She was time. like the first cam girl. Yeah, she was like a live like a live vlogger. And then, I mean, Zay Frank in a way was almost that. He had a show a day for dude, a Zay year. Dude, Frank's coming back. Zay I'm Frank's so excited back. about that. I hope like, it's huge. Dude, yeah, he did that Kickstarter and it, the thing exploded. You know, the funny thing is, is Frank is uh, – or, or I guess his name is Zay. Mm-hmm. Hosea. Zay. Yeah. And uh, he, um, he did a uh, – Kickstarter kind of before anyone else did because he had that ducky thing. Remember the, yeah, can- yeah, the candy? Yeah, the candies. And you would buy the candy and leave a message on a video for the day. It was very he, – he's – in addition to being a very creative guy, he's a very intelligent, savvy, technical guy as well. So he creates things that are cool. Yeah. Like he creates games. He has iPhone apps and everything else. Does he really? Yeah, Zay Frank is to me is like the, like the – to me he's like the, the perfect example of someone that should be on the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like – you know, he's, he's t- the internet's tailor-made for him, and he's, he's tailor-made for the internet. He's motivated. He's creative. And he gets and, it. And he, yeah, and he gets it. He has a large audience that appreciates his stuff. Like, yeah. like World Sandwich. Like that. That's genius. Come on now. Yeah. 
So World Sandwich was uh, where they tried to get two people on opposite ends of the world and put down a piece of bread. So like so they would, they would turn the planet into a sandwich. And so they were trying to figure out locations where it was actually physically possible to do this. So at the same time, you know. That's a one gigantic sandwich. It's pretty badass. I love it. Uh, was it like a special giant piece of bread? Uh, no, I think it was a regular piece of bread. Yeah. But they did like that. He's done that. He did um, Young Me, Old Me, or what is it? Or yeah. young, young Me, Present Me, or I forget what it was. But it was like people trying to replicate photos when they were kids. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are always cool. Yeah. He actually made a book out of that thing. So Same same shirts, same setting, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. I love that. And I love when people do the thing where they take a postcard or an old photograph and try to hold it up in the current place mm-hmm. That's and match cool. it up. I, I like that alignment cool. stuff. Do you ever see the. Um, um, we were looking at it for character reference for Red vs. Blue Season 10. Did you ever see the art exhibit that somebody did where they took uh, siblings and close relatives and took pictures of their faces and then matched them? Yeah. Like blended them together right down the, the middle line of midline of their face? It's pretty cool. It was, it, it, right they did some that were like uh, mothers and daughters and like parents and children and things like that. And one of the most interesting ones to me was twins. Mm-hmm. And you see like – they don't look alike. You know what I mean? It looks like two different Just off. And also the way they chose to do their hair, like he would blend their hair styles together. Hmm. And it's, it's, really, it's really impressive. We'll put a link to that. Anyway, so, so Zay Frank, he had a, actually a show that he put out. Was it five times a week or was it four times a week? Well, online. Yeah, online. It was I like, want to say it was five times a week. Where it was, was it? it? It was pre-YouTube. I mean, so it was on his own site. On his own site. ZayFrank.com? Yeah, ZayFrank.com slash the show. I think it's mm-hmm. what it was. But And it was just like, like a, a daily update of like what was kind of going on in politics, but like a smart look at it. And then, you know, also, you know, whatever he was going on in his life. You talk about, like, going to conventions and things like that and huh. getting trapped in hotel rooms with people he didn't know. <laughs> but, and then he had songs occasionally. Funny, funny dude. Real, real smart. Very happy to see you. So he's coming back yes. to the internet. Yes. Where's, still, he, where's he been? He, uh, he, he needed the attention of the internet. <laughs> he didn't have it anymore. No, uh, I, like, he's been touring around doing his own, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. Like, like Bernie said, making games and, you know, huh. doing websites and going on TV shows and giving TED speeches or TED Talks. Mm-hmm. Man, Ted Talks, you get hooked into those things. You watch one, it's like, oh, that one looks interesting. Oh, what's your, looks what's interesting. your favorite one? Adam Savage. He does one on Obsession that's fascinating. It's like 15 minutes long. I like the one where they get the lasers that kill mosquitoes. Because <laughs> I fucking hate mosquitoes. Are those the blue lasers? Yeah. They, like, they, it's like a... It's like a tracking system that monitor that detects mosquitoes and shoots them with a laser. And kills them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. They do it live on stage? Yeah. Well, well they, just- they, they, in the stage, on stage, you just put it in targeting mode so you can see it like illuminate the mosquitoes it doesn't actually shoot them oh, but they have man. video of the of them actually shooting. the uh, wireless power one was pretty cool too did you see that one a wireless power yeah that's like they were able to like power a tv whoa. and like walk between it whoa that's trippy so i'm showing them the f- pictures of the faces make sure uh, make sure you email me that i will it's called split family faces on my modern that's Met. like the god it's so it's seamless it's so well done yeah it's very well done yeah and with and with relatives <laughs> even male to female like that it's just like it's really cool. So is it's, that, it's, is it's really a twin cool. right there? No, no, no. That's not twin. That's guy who's 30 and his brother who's 29. Wow. So maybe they were born in two different years, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. That's crazy, too. That's a father and a son. Whoa. Crazy. Whoa. Yeah. So we were looking at this, too, because we have an AI character in a season 10 that's two, two entities in one, essentially. Really? Um, yeah. Spoiler. Man, spoiler. I should uh, read the script. That's a twin. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a little different, like nose and everything. Yeah, a little bit different. Just a tiniest little bit. It's like you just show like how life changes people. You know what I mean? That's not, not all just genetics. It beats you down. Nature versus nurture. It beats you down. It wears you down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who watched Jeff and me play baseball? I, I watched some of it, but it's 30 minute video, so I haven't watched all of it, and it was fucking funny. I sat in there a bit while y'all were recording it that. It was probably the most, most I've ever laughed while making a video. 
Jeff actually had to get up in the middle of recording and go to the bathroom because he thought he'd pooped his pants. <laughs> from laughing, even from <laughs> laughing. <laughs> That's terrifying. I haven't watched it yet, so. Oh, you should. Have you ever shit your pants, Kev? Uh, when I was a kid, I did I'm it a lot. Sh- I'm sure everybody did. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm trying to see if, like, uh, that you can remember. No. Yeah. The, okay, now that we need a, like, a tone or a music cue or something when the podcast takes the dark turn. Because <laughs> it always takes. We were talking about execution earlier. It already took the dark turn. The dark turn. turn. Oh, yeah. Right, so we're, we're out of the dark turn. Man. Luckily, so, we're not ending on the so dark Gus, turn. So, Gus, have you ever pooped your pants? I shit my pants when I was uh, five or six. So you remember, That's the last time I remember it. So you can you remember crap I, in I remember crap in my pants. I, I was at I was in kindergarten, and in our kindergarten class, there was like we had our own bathroom that uh, like it was in the class. You didn't have to leave the classroom to go to it. And I remember I was had it to a go. Bog or was it a bathroom? <laughs> so I got up, and someone was in there. So like it was I, probably a you know, resurrected survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let him out. It was Ellis. There, there's like a little plastic chair in front of it. So I sat there and I was waiting. I was waiting. I really needed to go. The guy was in there forever. You, he wouldn't come out. And finally, I was just sitting there, and I remember I just I shit my pants. <laughs> that so sucks. I, I, I told the teacher, I was like, I, I crap my pants. <laughs> She's like, I right, go to the office. I'll call your parents. I remember I went to the office. I was like, you need to call my mom. I, I shit my pants. She's like, okay. <laughs> and I, I remember the secretary was like, why don't you wait outside in the hall? And <laughs> she put a chair out for me because I guess it stank. And so I was sitting there in the hall of school, like, with shit in my pants. <laughs> I remember this older kid walked by. He must have been, like, a fifth or sixth grader, right? He walks by, and he gets, like, in front of me, and he stops, and I can see him, like, start smelling the air. And he turns and looks at me, and he goes, did you? And I was like, yes. He goes, ugh. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Nobody let you go clean up or anything? Uh, I don't know. I guess not, no. <laughs> You're there for, like, 30 minutes. I was minutes. there waiting, and my mom came to pick me up. I was like, all right, let's take you home. Fucking shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's a call I've never gotten at work. You need to come here and pick up your kid because they shit their pants. What about you, buddy buds? What's that? Poo. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I've had some shock vomit incidents. Shock? What is that? Just, like, where I just throw up, but without really... Like, you know, something you feel sick. It's like, oh, I could actually throw up, but I'm not going to go to the toilet because I'll probably hold it in. And um, I was just sat, sat on my laptop, and I was and I did it like a really nasty burp. I was like, Bleh. I was like, oh my god! And I was like, oh, I totally almost threw up. Then. <laughs> I, I totally almost threw up. So I was like, I'm fine. And all of a sudden, it just went <laughs> burst out. And I was like, <gasps> and I like, caught it all in my mouth. Like my cheeks, oh, like, like my cheeks were full, man. And I was like, I was sat on my laptop. I was like, shut my laptop. It's a MacBook. I'm not gonna. So I, was like, I was like. Get up slowly. And all of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> round two. <laughs> and it went again. And because my mouth was already full. Oh, it just went, it just, oh and I was God. like squashing my mouth. It went oh. like, all over the walls and door. Oh as I was God. like, I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> I have a horrible gag before. You know that. And it was the kind of thing where like, <laughs> and it was the kind of thing where afterwards, I was looking around. I was just like, where do I start? Like, which bit do I clean yeah, first? One, oh. one time I had food poisoning, and uh, I was laying in bed, and I felt awful. And then all of a sudden, the same thing. It was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And I got up to leave the bedroom to go run to the bathroom. And, like, as I opened the door, I start vomiting. And, you, like you said, I put my hand on my mouth, but it just created, like, jet streams yeah, of vomit. Exactly. Like, finally <laughs> pressurized. It just started shooting everywhere. And I, like, ran no. to the toilet, and, like, it all falls in. And then as soon as I was done, I felt better. And I was like, <laughs> now my bathroom is just covered in puke. Like, now you got to start cleaning. <laughs> Gross. I'm, I'm pretty proud that I've only thrown up not in a toilet twice in my life. Where was it? I actually, one time I got really, really drunk in a friend's pool. And getting drunk... <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. How I, are you proud of this? I, no, no I, didn't, I didn't throw up in the pool. Let me, let me just clear that. Have you ever gotten drunk in a pool? It's tricky because you're already, like, you're floating, so you don't realize how drunk you are. I stepped <laughs> out of the pool and I was like, oh, my God, I am 
fucked up right now. I am destroyed. First of all, go back one second. You're floating in the pool? Oh, well, no, like- it was like a normal pool. Like, you're in the pool. So I was like, you know, water's up to my neck or whatever. Oh, okay. So I just kind of walk around. I imagine- it's like, so yeah, I kind of raft. Yeah, I yeah, know. And <laughs> so you get, out, you get out and it just kind of hits you. It's like, oh, my God. And and so, like, I immediately dropped to my knees. I'm like, where can I throw up? And he's pointed to me as far away as I could. So I crawled, to, like, to his fence line and threw up <laughs> on the fence. Have you ever drank in a hot tub? Uh, it's like the worst thing you can do. Yeah, I've done like that. Dehydrating yourself, right? It, I don't know what happens, but you just have a couple of beers, and then you like stand up, and you immediately fall over. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the, the hot deal. tub, in the sun is even worse. Yeah, it's, it, you get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you're poisoning yourself. That's yeah. why. Well, yeah. I mean, anytime you drink, you're poisoning yourself. Let's well, be, yeah. Let's be realistic. Here. That's, I mean, that's the point. But poisoning and cooking yourself at the same. One time. One of the first times I came here, I went tubing with you, Gus. Wait, how did uh, you say that again? Tubing, 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 and um, tubing. Dan was there. Dan Godwin. Wait, Gus, you went tubing? Oh, I've, been, funny. I've been tubing before. Yeah. Oh, man. So um, we were just there. Like, you have you have the one that you sit in, and then there's, like, one for drinks, right? Uh-huh. And so you can just pull a drink. And I had a few drinks. And you passed me your can to, like, put in the little net because you didn't want to chuck your empty right. can in the river. And I was just, like, I was, like, trying to get the can in the net. And I, it wouldn't happen. I was, like, oh, I can't do it. And you were just looking at me. You are just, like, are you drunk? <laughs> I was, like, you know what? I think I totally am. But I didn't feel it because I was just like floating down the river. Yeah. But it's like, I just couldn't, like, my arms just wouldn't, I was like, why isn't this just, one time, <laughs> I'm having a really rough time. One time when I went tubing, uh, me and another friend of mine decided it would be a good idea instead of taking a bunch of beer cans and having to deal with that, yeah. we each decided to buy a box of wine <laughs> and just take the bag out of the box and have it with us that way we could just drink from that the entire oh, time. Classic. I got so fucked up that like, <laughs> I ended up passing out. And uh, I don't remember this. Other people had to take care of me. Thank God they were there. I passed out and I drifted into the weeds. Like I wasn't moving anywhere. Like, I was stuck in the weeds. Like they had to come and get me and like put me back in the river. And then like in the I river. Was, Let's take our passed out friend and put him back in the river. I woke up whale. underwater. <laughs> like I woke up and I was under there. Like well, shit, you know, like scrambling to the surface. Did you think you were being born? <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was just a dream leading up to this. I'm actually being born now. <laughs> like Neo waking yeah, up in was, the real it, world. It was it was crazy. <laughs> oh my god. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it was awful. God. And then like that's back when I had like really short hair. Yeah. And then like I had burned my entire oh. scalp and it all like came off in one piece and had like tiny holes in it for my hair what? follicles. Oh. Like a yeah, swimming cap. Yeah, I took my scalp <laughs> entirely off. That seems like it feel awesome though. Like <laughs> yeah. it's something satisfying. Wow. wow. Gross. Yeah, Did awful. you keep the hat? No, no, it was like crumbly. <laughs> oh. By the way, an excellent way to get melanoma. Yes. Just so you know. Yes. Is if you shave your head, because your head's not not typically exposed to that. So. What's melanoma? That's uh, skin cancer. Yeah, skin cancer. But yeah, tubing is awesome, man. That's so much fun to do. Just yeah, for the first 15, 30 minutes, and then you realize you've gone there for fucking three hours. That's why I don't go anymore, is because like I want to go, and then it's just such a long time commitment. Well, I mean, so what? It's relaxing. Oh, fuck it. By the you know what else is relaxing? Sit on my fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> not getting skin cancer, not waking up underwater. That's get, relaxing. I've heard about people, on the couch. I've heard about people going over to Gus's house on the weekend. Like, hey, we're in the neighborhood. Let's go by and see Gus. Don't fucking do that. No. Don't do that. Because no. you knock and he's like, what do you want? Like at the door, like, who are you? Get out. Yeah, go away. Well, in the, the realm of mobile phones, you never just turn up at someone's door, do you? Ever? No. You I've never do, done that. You don't do that anyway. I mean, you just text well, and say, I'm going out, you want to go out. Yeah. Man, Gus and I actually, we went to San Francisco a couple weeks ago, and it was like the most time I think I've ever spent with Gus outside of the office. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All these people, sucked. having to see them and talk to them and be nice to them. Being nice, the worst part. <laughs> we went to dinner the other night with um, someone, like a business associate, and it was like right after we had recorded last week's podcast, and it was like a nightmare come true for me. I was the first person to show up. And so I had to put our name on the list. Yes. And I stood there in this crowded restaurant with, like, people everywhere, just, like, 
being loud and like coughing and not covering their mouths and just being obnoxious and it's like oh, I wanted to I wanted to you're leaving a very die. funny one out that you explained to me when we did it you said that people were being loud and they were obnoxious and they were sneezing and coughing and some of them were being kids <laughs> God kids man kids are the fucking worst I'm sorry I guess people put up with their own kids but it's like oh my god anytime I see Kid, it's like get the fuck away from me. Kid. <laughs> my you, you, you are like a walking germ factory that like is loud. <laughs> You're everything I hate about the world. <laughs> it's children. Germs children. are like something about. I was talking to Michael about this yesterday about how spitting on like if if you're in a fight with someone and they just gobbed on your face. That's so insulting. Like it's more insulting than being punched. I spit. I spit on Jeff when we did that history of Halo thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. It's just like, I spit on him and then shoved him. Like, I can understand, like, getting in a fight and someone punching me in the face. But then if he gobbed on me, but like, I'd be like, dude. If he gobbed me. Then you'd be genuinely upset. Yeah, I'd be like. What's a gob? Is like, and then a spit? Yeah, like. Oh, yeah, that's that's awful. It's a nice big loogie. (laughs) Have you ever been in a proper fight, Gavin? No. All right, let's do it. Have you been in an improper fight, (laughs) Gavin? Yeah, I'm going, I'm stepping out. Yeah, you have. You got in a fight in a bar in the pub. I got out of the fight in the bar. <laughs> oh yeah, the the the, the blood stained <laughs> the pub, the blood pop, blood pub. Yeah, you heard the story, right? Where he, he like there was just a giant bar fight. I don't know. We won't retell the entire I t- story because it was on I t- the t- podcast a couple weeks ago. But that, like, it was like fifty dudes like brawling. Oh Jesus! And then uh, I got out of there, went back in, like went back through to the toilet, and in the toilet was just blood all up the floor and all up the walls, even up to the ceiling. Holy and I was like, it looked like someone stood in the middle and just went, Pfft. you know, like how they exploded 1202. You know how, um, have, have, in, in Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan could just pop. People. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. It was like, oh, <laughs> have you ever encountered like just random blood while you've been downtown, like in a bar or anything? Uh, I don't think so. One time I was walking, I don't, I don't know why I was, I was in that bar they called the library downtown. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I walked in and they, have, bar. Yeah, and they have like that staircase that goes upstairs Yeah, at the bottom of the stairs. There was a caution wet floor thing. And I was like, okay, better be careful. And I looked and it was just a giant pool of blood. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, why don't, what, they had the time to put the sign out. Why isn't anybody here cleaning it? <laughs> Fuck, I wouldn't do that. I'd be the guy who's like, I'll go get the sign. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever encountered a large amount of blood? In the UK. Yeah. We were talking about the uh, last yeah. Oh, were you discussion. there? The- no, I, I was with him and Lester. Yeah, and we, that was when we, we told the story about Burton oh, slam right, dunking right, on his ass. Right. Yeah, it was it was a pool of blood on cobblestones that I could see. I mean, oh. it's porous material, and somehow enough blood had collected. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? So, so, Gab, you've never been in an actual fight? Like, I haven't. Me? Okay, me neither. You want to get in a fight? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm nippy. God, I would love to. I, I encountered a car wreck once that left just blood everywhere on the highway. Oh, that's horrible. I mean, like, I don't think anyone made Here it out are. of that rig. Dark turn. <laughs> okay. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Someone tell a creepy story that's not really that gross. Have I ever told you the, like, the creepiest story that I've ever heard? No. So Should we this, turn the lights off and get a flashlight? If yeah. you want to turn the lights off, it's super creepy. Do it. So that was just a title on Fark. Do we just say the queen's name three times? Yes, exactly. If you know it. <laughs> and then she goes, she shows up and goes, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a, just a thing on Fark where somebody just threw out there, hey, what's the creepiest, weirdest thing that's ever happened to you? Yeah. And everyone – it wasn't like Reddit where stuff ranks up. So you would have to like read through everything and then all of a sudden there would be a bunch of comments about one. You'd go back and find the one where people were commenting about. And um, this guy told this story about traveling and he was traveling from one state to another. And he decided, you know what? I always go through the highways and I never go through the mountain roads, which are much shorter. But then I would go through the main highway. So why don't I just go through the mountain road and see what that's like? 
So he's driving at night. He's driving through like the like these rural Appalachian mountains, and it's the middle of the night. Okay, desolate road. Like he's actually afraid. Like talking about it. This is all from memory here too. Him telling the story. He was afraid that like it was gonna like go down to like one lane or like gravel at one point. He's like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. So he's just going this like middle of nowhere two lane road, and he comes around this pass up in the mountains. Comes around this pass, and there's a fucking car wreck. And there's these cars, and they're all just there, and the blinkers are on, like the hazards are on, and they're sitting there. And there's there's bodies from the car wreck laying in the road. And I don't remember if he said he, he was a paramedic himself or he knew he was a paramedic, and he stopped. He's like, oh, shit, and he goes to get out, and he goes, this doesn't look exactly right. Like something about it was like spider sense or whatever. He's tingling or whatever. So he thinks, okay. So he drives very carefully through – and it's in the road. So he drives through the scene of the accident, like around the body. He's like looking at them there, and they're laying on the ground bloody or whatever. Um, decides he's going to pull up a little bit and then come back to it to help people. Like he, like he just thought he would do that. So he does that. He drives slowly through everything, like gets around the bodies and all that stuff and drives up about 40 or 50 feet, stops, turns around. All the bodies are sitting up and looking at him down the road and 30 or 40 people have come out of the bushes on the side of the road and are all looking oh down the road God. at him. These mountain people in the middle of the night had staged this accident. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking gunned it and got out of there. Jesus so that was just, Christ. That would fuck God. That lives with me to this day, him telling that story. Holy so where was this? This moment of all he's staring like now 30 total people in the face, like in the rearview mirror, who are looking after him. Like they're highlighted by his taillights in the road. And he's like, I'm getting the <sighs> fuck out of here. Something, oh, sorry. Something similar. I, I'd heard, just makes you wonder what would happen. What I'd, would happen? I heard of similar Ugh. things out on the border. You know, I grew up on the border with Mexico where – I'd never heard of the two cars speaking a crash, but I'd known people who'd come across like a minivan, like in the middle of the road, turned at an angle with the blinkers on, and then people lying across the road blocking it. That they try to get you to stop to take your car to then there's a bunch of other illegal aliens waiting off on the side of the road who then just taking your get in your car and leave. Jeez. But they don't like that's just to get your car. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone who ever actually got stopped like that. Everyone knows when you see that you just drive around it. Just start running dudes over. Yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto. They're in the country illegally. They're free. <laughs> Did you see the video of the uh, the truck? So there was a truck at a, like a Planned Parenthood or something like that, like trying to get into Planned Parenthood, but they had these you know anti-abortion crusaders that literally were laying in front of the vehicle, and he didn't see them lay down, so he just drove over. Oh my god! No, no one died or anything. Like there was a couple injuries, but it was still it was like. And then you hear these people screaming, "What are you doing?" And it's like literally people laying in front of a truck, and they're screaming at the driver, "What are you doing?" Yeah, if you're, like, like, if you're laying like, in the what? road... <laughs> if you're running over people, I would ask you what you're doing, too. Well, I mean, no, he didn't see him because like, his, his vision was blocked by someone right. standing in front of him, so he didn't see people lay down, so he just went forward and just ran over like three people. It is a level of acceptance. Like, if you lay down in front of the bulldozer, the, bull- you just, the bulldozer is not going to run over me. Yeah. That's, what, that's the hope. Yeah. What are you doing? So, I'm, what am I doing? I'm recording you because Gavin took off his sweatshirt and his hair looks <laughs> ridiculous. You look like a Cupid doll. Like your what hair- happened to it? So I'm recording this. Man. I don't know. Your hair's like all spiky and weird. It's also. everywhere. Gavin has okay. that face. Like he just want to. I just want to hurt Gavin. What? What is that? Yeah, I don't Je- know, Jeff's like, been saying that to me. Like he was. I don't feel I was that sat, way. I was like, sat with Jeff at home, and he, and he was just like, you know, what? I want to punch you. Man, just I, got up and kind of punched. I shoved me. Gavin against the wall yesterday. It was like the most rewarding thing ever. <laughs> then, then, then did you make sweet, sweet love? No, hey, no. Don't. Don't do that. You can throw shoes at his face. Don't push. Don't push. Don't push employees around. You you literally you throw. Sh- you, you kick your shoe at Gavin's head, and you tell me not to push him. I do kick my shoe at Gavin. I almost broke so much. St- <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I made kind of a kicking motion to Gavin to like get his attention, and he flinched. I'm like, kind I kind of like have, click, I have, have kicked my leg, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty flinchy. Right? 
I haven't opened a door without peeking around it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, now I just make kung fu noises whenever I see guys. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I was recording from the podcast. I'll, I'll give that to you. We've hit, hit recursion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught up. Retro has caught up to us. What is with it? Well, wait, not what is with it. What is with Americans and birthdays? They're a big deal here. They wait, are like, a birthday that. is like everyone. It's my birthday. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the birthday. Yeah, it depends on the person. Too, no, Jordan says that too. She's like, she's like, I said I'm going to a birthday party. She goes, "Fuck, how old is that person?" I go, "Well, they're turning 30." And she's like, "And they're having a fucking birthday party." I'm like, "Don't people have birthday parties? Isn't that what people do?" And she's like, "Fuck, don't go to that." I haven't celebrated my birthday for so long. Did I tell you about that woman on the plane? So long, you're like 12. <laughs> the woman on the plane that did what? I was. Uh, it was probably three years ago. I was flying. Oh, that's a good shot. I was flying to Austin, Texas. And I, was, I think I was flying from London to Chicago first, and I was asleep. I was, I was thinking, I've got to, I want to get some sleep on this flight, so, you know, it's shorter. And some fat, stupid American woman stood up, woke me up, just like shook me. And I, I was like, like dazed, I was like, what, what's going on? And uh, she was like, uh, it's my daughter's birthday, can you sign this piece of paper? I'm getting everyone to sign it. And uh, Like everyone on the plane? Everyone on the plane, she was like... She wanted everyone on the plane to write happy birthday to her daughter. And I just looked at her in the eye. I was like, you're crazy. You're, like, you're a lunatic. I didn't if do it. If someone woke me up. I couldn't believe it. She uh, was getting everyone. On and a then, transatlantic flight, I would fucking murder them. What the hell's her problem? It happened to me too. There's, there's nothing better than sleeping on a plane. Yeah, like, and everyone's sleep. yeah, sleeping. Sleeping in your own bed is better. Well, well, no, it's like a time you're, warp. Yeah, if you're on a plane, sleeping is the best thing you could possibly do. It's like you're teleporting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, after I'd said no to her... She she was like oh, like kind of annoyed, and then she started pushing the person next to me. I was on the aisle. So no, she was she then didn't. leaning across me, saying, "Hey," can, and I was like, "I can't believe what's happening. This is crazy. That's insanity. That's insanity." And um and, and when the plane landed, she got up and she was like, "Birthday girl says thanks like to everyone on the plane." How and old was this kid? Like seven or something. Oh my god! And uh, everyone was just like, ah, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Start off. Wow. Wow, that's, that's unbelievable. And so she was American, is what you're saying? So that... Yeah, I mean, she would never get... American according to Gav, she was fat, stupid American. Yeah. Is that what you said? Well, she, she also tried to pull her baggage out of the overhead while we were on the descent. Like, we hadn't even hit the floor. Mm-hmm. She did everything wrong. She did everything wrong. She was Luckily, really Gus wasn't on the plane with her, because he would have given her Look, a look. Re- regulate. Dude, nothing, <laughs> God, no, nothing pisses me off more than when you see people put two bags in the overhead bin now. Oh. Like that, that drives me nuts. Really? Nothing makes you worse. Dude, <laughs> nothing makes you matter. So <laughs> really? It's like nothing like, at all. Like the flight attendant is clear saying, okay, one, you know, put one bag up top, one underneath your feet. And then like you'll get on late and it's like, well, everything's taken. And then you see them getting, you see them getting off the plane and pulling off like three bags. I do all that. I do that all I the time. Hate you. Earlier all the today, time. we talked about the possibility of being incorrectly executed. <laughs> it bothers you that people put two bags in the overhead bin. Oh, that bothers you more. I want to murder them. Nothing makes you matter. <laughs> Nothing Jesus. makes you matter than the two bags. On a plane, yes. God, it's like that's what I think that's what the internet has done. It has like raised minutia to that is our life now. We live in that minutia level and we just like exist there. Well, no, if we're, if we're talking like, about plane flights, this is what drives me crazy on planes. No, what it is now is everything's the best and everything's the worst. Yeah. I tend to do that a lot though. You have to be excited about stuff, either good or bad. <laughs> what's the point of what's, what's the point well, of being like? You wouldn't mediocre? get really excited, be like, "Oh, this is eight out of 10. <laughs> it's never going to be like almost the best. No one ever says this is in the top ten best things I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody else said it. it's the best. Everything's the best. Oh, it's the best or the worst or the worst or it makes me the angriest. Well, that's what we're talking about, like social media stuff, because like I've learned, like social media is like this big, huge 
gigantic community lie where people <laughs> post all this stuff about their lives and it's it's like all the stuff they're doing that's exciting and fun or whatever, you know. And that's what they do. They they like cherry pick the best moments of their lives. So it seems like everyone has these awesome lives yeah. and nobody ever talks about like oh, I've got I'm up to my eyeballs in debt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people do. Yeah, well, I'm worried. And then there are the handful of people where that's all that they do. Yeah. All they do is complain. And then they seem like just maniacs. Well, then you've got like a human bullhorn where like no matter what you say ends up on the internet. Like those people drive me crazy too. Where it's like, okay. People in your office. I, yeah. Some people in my office. But This is a big topic of discussion with you, Bernie, about, you know, like well, social media and the illusion of social media. But why, what's the, why is it a big deal? Just – it's like we work for a social media company or something. Jesus. No, yeah, well, but, I think, I but think like, who cares? I, here's why. Well, I think people can use ne- it like they use. I think anything. it can negatively affect people. I think as people can be out there, and if they're on social media, they can see other people, and they think like, "I'm not doing enough," or "I'm not living." Yeah, they an think their life is incomplete. You can nice get that from life. the TV, though. You watch a reality show. But yes, theoretically, there's people who actually know, though, and this is their real lives. TV's made up. I think the the opinion is that social media is not made up even though it is that's what i'm saying it's a yeah. it's a constructed reality so w- when you tweet uh, is it all like what kind of stuff do you tweet if i get, if i get like say in an argument with my wife or if i have a <laughs> thing where it's like i have a performance and i'm disappointed in it i'm not gonna write hey i was on the podcast today and i i thought it was okay <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's like i just you don't do that it's like oh we did this and it was great and that it was awesome you know what i mean it's just you know it's, you don't do that kind of stuff. Like people aren't going to share their their actual things that are going on. And in anyone's life, you have these things you hit that are hard to deal with. And it's like, fuck, am I the only person like dealing with this kind mm-hmm. of shit? Well, it's almost like, like like you're creating a character of yourself on the internet, a like version of yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're posting the diamonds, and you have to sift through a lot of dirt to get the diamonds. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. I, I would have gone with gold. I just made a metaphor. Same thing. I don't want to say gold on the podcast because I want to fucking read in the goddamn it, it, comments. It's like summoning Joel. It's the same thing like the queen. <laughs> you say DYY three times, Joel Heyman appears. He's sliding down a pole right now uh, from the second do, floor. Do, do you watch Gold Rush? Have we talked about this? Anybody? Uh, I've seen season one because it's streaming on Netflix. Oh, my God. That show is so awesome. Gold Rush is this group of guys who go to Alaska to mine for gold, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it's basically they've like sunk all their money into like buying this equipment to mine for gold and they, they have no idea what's going on. And they've they never done it. Like, they read a book about it. Yeah. It's wow. fascinating. It's just like watching these guys tear their hair, hair out. And it's like <laughs> nothing happens in an episode. It'll be like an hour long episode and they'll do like, they'll dig one hole. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's it. And then. But, that's what we get frustrated about that show. It's like, will they find gold this week? No. <laughs> you know, after like, an hour, it's like, no. Stay tuned. Well, maybe they will yeah. next week. And then next week, you wait an hour. If no. it doesn't happen, it could be the end of the mine. So here and we are talking like, well, about it. Well, happen, but they're going to continue on. It's like, well, no, goddammit. Well, the, also, the opinion is, too, is like you find gold. I mean, you find uh, like gold is like this much. Yeah. Like, like, like a little no, nugget. They go through tons and tons of material to get ounces of gold. Like flakes. Yeah. 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 And it's, I read a stat one time. You know, diamonds. It's a, what was it? De Beers is the diamond cartel essentially mm-hmm. and that they have vaults filled with diamonds that most diamonds are actually used for industrial purposes and not for what we you know jewelry right. like drilling stuff yeah they find diamonds all the time and De Beers has like falsely raised or I should say falsely I mean they've they, they inflate they, the market they inflate the market thank yeah. you and they hide they st- stockpile diamonds to make this kind of enforced fabricated scarcity of diamonds mm-hmm. gold is actually really scarce Gold is – I read one time that all the gold that has ever been mined in the history of the world would fit in a swimming pool. Wow. Yeah, it was a really shockingly small amount. Yes. Really? It's what? very dense. It's very dense, so it's a lot of weight. But yeah, all the gold that's ever been mined that we own that's out of the crust of the earth 
it would fit in a swimming pool. So that what's the biggest storage of gold that exists? It's a swimming pool the size of Kansas. But no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, but it's a regular swimming pool. Uh, what's the biggest what? Like, where, where's the biggest stash of gold at the moment? Well, we have a big stock in America called Fort Knox, yeah, theoretically. Just like that. It's what our, James it's, Bond movie. It's what our entire currency in the country used to be based on. So if you had a dollar, it was represented by a certain amount of gold in Fort Knox. So now there's actually more cash than there is gold. Oh, way more. Yeah. When did way that more. happen? Uh, I want to say Nixon, 68? It's late 60s, so early why, 70s. Why did that have to happen? Because we needed to print more money, and we turned to what they call a fiat currency. But why did you have to print more money? God, how is Joel not in this room right now? I know. Oh, Jesus. How do we do what? His, his ears are fucking on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just uh, – we just so we went off the gold standard. And right. so now money is represented by the security essentially of the country. It's essentially – I have a piece of paper. I warrant that this equals a dollar and you agree as well, and it's just an agreed-upon value. That's what a fiat currency is. Hmm. And you can't talk about it for too long because then everything falls apart. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I watched yeah. a pretty cool uh, video about pennies and talking about how pennies actually cost more than a penny to produce. Right. And they're actually talking about, like, we should get rid of pennies. We'd actually well, save money by getting rid of pennies. And they're not made of copper. You either. should yeah. get rid of all of your coins. Why? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. We should. Well, Maybe not quarters, but we should get rid of everything else. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I get handed change. But, I mean, the fact that a dollar is a piece of paper and that something smaller than a dollar I've then got to carry around, I just chuck it. Chuckle the change. Well, I was talking to Gavin about cultural differences. Like, they don't tip. Like, oh, we, yeah. we, no, we, no, we'll tip. We just don't tip for, like, tacos. buying a coffee or yeah. buying a, a bit of food. So it says here, in the history of the world, 165,000 tons of gold have been mined. You could make a cube that's 20 meters per side. So 60 feet, basically. Yeah, 60 feet. Well, 60 so 20, by 60 by 60. Like a cube 20 mm-hmm. meters high. Wow. That's all the gold in the entire world. That's insane. Because you think, like, uh, you think about, like, uh, what, like, the Egyptians. You make the cube, it immediately becomes a James Bond villain. Yeah. Cube. (laughs) (laughs) It, like, tries to, like, overflow a volcano to a town or something. I wonder if the richest guy could buy that cube and then hollow it out and live in it. The cube doesn't (laughs) exist, you fucking idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. But some guy, I know it's not actually there. (laughs) So some guy buys all the gold. Yeah. Melts it into a cube, like Gus just said. Yeah. Theoretical cube, and then like hollows it out and lives in it, cuts windows and doors. No. Well, the weird thing is that theoretically, because of how little of the Earth's crust that we've actually penetrated as well, I mean, it's creepy. Like, if you think about the size of the Earth and what little space on it we occupy, like and if, what- if the Earth was an apple, we we live the livable part of the Earth is the red skin. Yeah. Like even the stuff in the middle is just not. It's just that little thin layer. And then you take away all the oceans. It's like there's like almost nothing. You take away all the deserts and all that stuff. It's like the livable space on Earth is very, very small. And even like the size of the Earth, there's this opinion like when people um, – the space shuttle goes out into space that they're operating outside of the Earth's gravity. No, that's not – you're not even close because you're up like a few miles and the Earth itself is thousands of miles. Mm-hmm. It's a huge object. So they're just like – it's orbit. They're falling around the Earth. So the, the astronauts are not in zero gravity. They're in free fall. They're in constant yeah, free fall. falling around the Earth. Well, yeah. Right. And even the moon is in Earth's gravity, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. That's why it stays where it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean <laughs> – Yeah. I mean it's like the, the people think that you're outside. I mean the Earth is like this enormous thing. We've actually – we, we talked once that 98% of the Joel's stupid exactly. stuff. I, I don't believe that shit. No, no way. It's impossible. 98% of the Earth hasn't been seen by human eyes. That's yeah, just the that, stupidest thing ever. ridiculous. But if you take away the top layer of the Earth, I mean, we've actually penetrated very little of yeah. of the crust. So, like, what happens if we find a 40 by 40 by 40 actual cube of gold? Like, we find a vein that big. Yeah. And then suddenly... <laughs> then, then you've got a James Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> did you see... Well, speaking of James Bond movie, did you see Richard Branson and James Cameron are racing to the bottom of the Marianas Trench? 
Yeah, this will end well. (laughs) I hope it's literally the two of them. (laughs) They end up just punching each other down. No, no, it's like they're they're both doing separate missions to get like as deep as they can in the Marianas Trench, which we've never. And the winner gets to spend the most money. (laughs) (laughs) No, they become president of the United States. Well, I think president of the ocean. There's two weird like spectrums of science. Like there's two polar opposite ends, which are. The macro science, which is basically astrophysics, like let's go out, yeah, and let's go to the universe, which is enormous and explore it. Then there's the micro universe, which is let's go down. You yeah. know, I mean, this is you're talking about going down to the Mariana Trench. I thought that people would go to the molecular level, like that's what they're doing at CERN and doing, you know, yeah. super colliders and stuff like that. Because there's a whole world down that direction too. Yeah. And Gavin, you actually explore this kind of stuff because you do your high speed photography with super slow motion. Yeah, we do a lot of analysis stuff. It's crazy. There's a whole world. Between our moments of perception, yeah, where all these stuff, all this stuff is happening, but- and, and I'm always amazed when I see something in slow motion, like we exploded a thousand pound bomb, and you can just see the sound, you can see a dome of sound, mm-hmm. the shock wave, that's and it's awesome. like. Well, that's there. I mean, every time there's an explosion, that is there, and it, and it hits you, but you just can't see it. There's some great videos on break of, I guess, people destroying munitions dumps, yeah. and they're, like, miles away, and you can see the explosion happen, and you can just see the shockwave come and, yeah. and hit them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always amazing to me that every human sees at the same speed. Like that's speed, amazing you. Mm-hmm. Like, speed is, like, who sets that? Like, why is this, why is this speed? The why speed, is our speed frame of see? reference like, a yeah, second? Like, if I drop something, why don't, why doesn't, why don't I see it drop for, like, ten seconds? Mm-hmm. It's, uh... And does a fly synced. see at that level? Is that yeah. how they can get away like, from how you? Do, yeah, like, other animals must have much heightened, heightened perception of movement and, you know... They definitely they can, have greater reflexes. Yeah. I mean, just, I've, I've filmed a lot of animals as well, and, yeah. and, uh, and I've been, like... I don't know if you ever saw that that video. It's pre slomo guys, where I popped the balloon down the side of my house. I just let it fill till it yeah. basically shattered. Yeah, and all of the rubber actually like, hit me in the face and in the neck. And I don't blink for like twenty seconds after that. <laughs> like my yeah. reflexes are so bad that would have gone in my eyes. Have you ever done a video comparing like a cat's reflexes versus a person? He had Lloyd jumping. I had the cat. No, I've well, never done like a side by side. Well, like you could like put a person and like shoot them with a water gun, see how yeah. slow they react, and like put a cat there and have, shoot it with a It'd water gun. It'd be interesting gun. to do a lot yeah, of like, animal speed stuff. Well, yeah, it's like we don't have any idea for how animals perceive time. We assume it's the same frame and rate as ours, but I mean, it's like imagine if you smack a fly. What if a fly is like you just catch the fly off guard, and it's not. It's not being crushed, like smashed, but all of a sudden there's a pressure on its back. It's like, what is that? And it's like, then it's like slowly being crushed. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that how it, yeah, it's, that, that's how it perceives it. It's yeah, just I, like, I, from what I understand, that's how, they, that's how they understand. That's how they know to get out of the way of like your hand is they can feel the air coming on like tiny hairs on their back. That's why fly swatters are. But wouldn't that be annoying if you could them. perceive the world a lot slower, but you couldn't do anything about it? Like that's you get like, surprised, you get punched in the face. It's like, ow, <laughs> God, he's punching me so hard. I can feel my bones fracturing. <laughs> What are you guys talking about? Hey, we were talking about how all the gold. Did you hear Golden come running? We've been talking about gold, Joel. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah we have. You're probably going to be mad at what was probably wrongly. <laughs> so we yeah. about it wrongly. I mentioned the well, statistic that all of the gold that's ever been mined in the history of the world can fit in one swimming pool. That yeah, it's an actual scarce material as opposed to diamonds, which are yes. artificially inflated. Yeah. Artificial. Thank you. That's just like translating for me on the fly. Artificially. That's right. Yes, it's trying right. diamonds. Don't get me started. Fucking assholes. I wonder what silver's like. If silver's like that. What about platinum? But it's crazy to think about that because everyone has gold. I have a little gold. You have a little gold. Everyone has a little gold. I've got somewhere. a lot of gold. Look at that. Yeah, but yeah. Is, is that solid gold? Like that's the thing. Yeah, so gold coated. Yeah, yeah. Is it? But metal? it's crazy to think about, right? That's that's like I, everybody has some gold. You look at like Mr. T. It's <laughs> like that's like a significant chunk right there. But it's like yeah, just a swimming pool, Olympic sized swimming pool. Right. If I gathered up all the, yeah, like, if I gathered up all the class rings in the world, I'd have that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. at his height, did Mr. T own one percent of the gold ever mined? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like they can only they can only you know. All the mining manufacturers, it's like they can only produce 1% yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. Which Basically, is, that's the whole fucking point, people. 
<laughs> that's the whole fucking point. They can only produce 1% a year. When exactly. you say that, what does that mean? When do they can only produce 1% a year? They can only mine 1% of the existing amount of gold They can only every increase year. the overall stock 1% Oh, I see, I see. Right. The supply of gold is maintained by natural forces rather than people just being like, well, let's just increase it. Te-, like corrupt politicians just being like, well, we'll just make more of it. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying, I was saying that there's also the possibility too that suddenly we hit a vein of gold that's like double – I mean, theoretically, that's possible. We could double. All of a sudden, somebody finds this thing. Like, they, they crack open a mountain or some shit. I guess so. I, I, I don't know. What? How, how much how possibility? I guess it's possible, yeah. How, how much does gold go for right now in ounce? 1,700 ish. 1,700? Okay. 1,700? Mm hmm. An ounce. I'm so out of it. I was going to say like 1,200. <laughs> I was off by all. How, how much is an ounce? How much? How big is it? It's a sixteenth of a pound. Oh, that's not much at all. Not much. Wow. It's like a little. It's also also gold is measured in different ounces. Measured in troy ounces, which are slightly different. Ah, I think. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. Which I don't know the difference. All of the gold ever mined is five point three billion troy ounces. So if you multiply five point three billion times seventeen hundred, you figure out how much that's worth. Wow. Speaking of gold, how many freaking miles does it take to get gold status? 25,000 in one calendar year. 25,000 in one calendar year? Or I think 15 or 20 qualifying segments. Or if you get to 1 million total lifetime miles, then you get gold status for life. If you get to 1 million... By the way, we switched topics here. We're not talking (laughs) about American Airlines frequent flyer miles. You just got back from Vancouver, right? So you've been doing a lot of flying recently. I've flown probably like 10 times this year, maybe more. I, I can't even keep track, and I've got more coming. That's it's too like, many. How, how am I not? Too many. It's log, too many. Log into the site and see how many you got. Do you and get sick? Many, well, I guess it's telling me 26,000, but I got in the line, yet, whatever that was, yesterday. I was like, am I, am I gold? And they're like, you're not gold. And it's like, what, 26,000? So they're lying. I'll go take a look with you and see. Yeah. Now, let, I just looked. Let Gus hold your Yeah, but let me look at it. I'll let you look at it. It's yeah. like some sort of and – they, and they keep track of your total lifetime miles. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, all, it's also on there. I'll show you. Uh, I have a lot. to get a million miles. Like to, to fly to Australia, that's like – how many miles is that? Uh, I think it's like 15,000 total. No. What? Oh, oh, you gather 15,000. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Um, I thought you were saying a ticket would cost you 15000 No, 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 no. Yeah. no a Joel ticket. Yeah. A Joel ticket costs you 15000 <laughs> No, 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 no. A ticket to Australia would cost you about – if you do it perfectly, it should cost you 50,000 trade-in miles. And then you get a ticket to Australia. So do wow. some people deliberately pick the longest route just to bump their miles? Some people do that. Some people go nuts for it. Crazy. You know okay, I, I, brought you over, I brought you over from the UK. I used miles. I paid $10 for your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. It's always such a good feeling when you finally can redeem those miles. Like, it's bad. Well, I mean, if, I if you, $5 if, for this trip. If you measured it in weight, that about makes sense. <laughs> yeah, really. You, you <laughs> they, charge, like, they charge more for my bag to go to Vancouver than for you to go from England. My bag was uh, my bag was uh, seventy pounds. Holy to go to shit. Vancouver! You got like a hundred dollars. You have like equipment and stuff. Yeah, oh, like the yeah. Aja and a whole that stuff. Aja is a remote capture. Hundred many uh, hundred hundred dollars. What's that in kilos? Huh? I don't know. Seventy pounds. That's How like that thirty-five kilos. Oh, yeah, my bag was heavier than that coming here. Was it? Yeah, yeah the uh, um, whenever you travel like that too, it's always fun to see how close that weight you can get. But they will kill you if you go over that weight by a pound. Yeah. Like I, uh, it's fifty pounds, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, my allowance coming here was twenty-four kilos. Yeah, and I was twenty-four point seven kilos. Yeah. Uh, on my first bag, and they charged me like fifty quid. That's when you chuck everything, as you say. I should have just taken it. Before Ben went, ba- when Ben was here last year, he was getting ready to leave, go back to the UK. He was really concerned about the weight of his bag, and he was the same thing. He said twenty four kilos, and he busted the scale out, was measuring weight in his bag. He's like, I can't get, I don't understand. My bag's way over twenty four kilos. It's way too heavy. I'm going to get rid of all this stuff. I said, Ben, did you change the scale from pounds to kilos? 
He was like, oh, no. He's our web developer. Well, look, he was, he was Dino and Ben, don't, you guys are like feathers. You don't weigh anything. You really, I mean, it's like... You, I weigh like 10 stone. Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain it. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain it. 14 pounds. 14 pounds. Uh-huh. You so you, what, you measure pounds. people in pounds, but items in kilos? Well, that's not uh, a problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, the whole, the whole thing's messed up. We buy... We buy petrol by the litre, and it's all done by miles per gallon, so nobody knows how much, how much like, value they're 3. getting. 3.75 litres to the gallon. It is why they, so they're trying to abstract a lot yeah. of information from well, you. You want to know why like, Americans are fat? It's because everything we measure is in pounds and ounces. <laughs> everything, except for nutritional information on the side of a package of food. Calories. That's yeah. all metrics. They just, I mean, they all have to display the information, but obscure it slightly so that most people can't see so it. So you don't know what you're eating. Yeah, exactly. But I was saying, on, on the package, it'll tell you how big the item is in ounces, <laughs> and then on the nutritional information, like this is a 12-ounce Coke, and it has... 35 grams of sugar. If you're like, I don't know, I don't know what that or means. Like, or a serving size is five grams. Yeah. yeah. But there are too many cars on the road, right? If every car had a meter on it, just whenever you filled up, it just said, like, say you put $80 of, of gas. Yes. It would just, it would update with the current price and have on your car $80. And as you drive, that money just slowly goes yeah. down. Or yeah. you could that would stop people driving unnecessarily. Yeah. When you put your car in park, it's like, this trip cost you, you Yeah, know, $3. It just that's why I'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't drive. Maybe I should walk isn't today. The, what, isn't what he's talking about called a fuel gauge? I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but no, no one makes there's the no money on it. It's, again, okay. it's abstracted. Okay. I mean, there to there. Oh, truck. It's like yeah. every time you go in your well, car, it's like half of 80 is 40. There's no windows in your car either, so you can't look out or any clocks. There's no clocks or windows in your car either, so you can't. <laughs> but it's smart. It would work because you, whenever you're in a cab, you watch the meter. It's like, oh god, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. When no, if, it's, if it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. if there's a if there's a, but, a value uh, that's directly linked to your wallet, the people who make the cars, <laughs> it's not in their interest for you to not drive the cars. So they're probably not going to do that. Yeah. Well, I can tell but it would save the planet. It would save the, the planet. The, and the, the, the traffic. The pl- would... You know, the planet's going to be fine. Like we can drive around, we can nuke ourselves. The planet's going to be fucking fine. Yeah. That's it's, the thing. It's us. Sorry, by planet I meant humans. And fuck right? us. We don't. We don't deserve it. Have you thought about that? <laughs> that that's, we, I mean, we don't we don't deserve the planet. We're stuck. Where, where's you the noise us? for turning the dark turn? <laughs> we need that. We need that sound cue. <laughs> <laughs> but we need. You're right, though. People like environmentalists need to change the way. Like environmentalists of like save the planet, that planet will be here. We're yeah, saving we, people. Save yourself. Yeah, but yeah, save yourself or not even like what they should do to like bring conservatives into environmentalism is like let's not save the planet. We're gonna fight it. The planet's trying to kill us, <laughs> so let's fight the planet. It's like Sarge. The planet naturally wants to kill us and will cleanse us if we keep fucking with it. So let's learn how to like not fuck with it or get what we want without like making the planet man. We'll fight the planet. That's how they should gear it. For I'm some now people. imagining like a load of people walking up to a mountain and start <laughs> punching the Punch the shit the out of trees. You know, I had a. Um, it's like we're not planting trees to restore the environment. We're planting trees so we can cut those fuckers down. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a dead tree on my property that was like kind of really close to my house, and I, I called an arborist over to uh, give me a quote to see how much it would cost to cut down this tree. And uh, the arborist showed up, looked at it, and goes, "Yeah, yeah, that tree's dead." I was like, "All right, how much you know would it cost you to cut it down and haul it off?" He goes, "I'm not going to do that." And I go, why not? He goes, because man-made structures are temporary. That tree's going to be here long after your house is gone. So just deal with it. I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> I had to call someone else to come and cut down the tree. See, that's what you get for calling an arborist. You call them yeah. on the just wrong call day. a guy with a chainsaw <laughs> and you'll be ahead of the game. <laughs> the, the next guy was like, how much to cut it down? He's like, I'm not going to cut it down. I'm going to burn that. <laughs> yeah. If you call an arborist, you're going to get some sort of political... It, theoretical ideal thrown at you and so it is amazing how short our stint on the planet is going to be though like imagine if you could see a time lapse of the earth from like a trillion years ago you'd see probably some like uh, of the earth from a trillion years ago 
Why, why are you saying that? I don't you think know. the Earth existed a trillion years ago? A billion years Do ago. you think anything existed a trillion years ago? <laughs> hey, sure. Why not? I well, mean, how, how is the Earth? Like well, four billion years? Now we're Supposedly. Get the, no, the Earth's okay. 4,000 years old, isn't it? <laughs> So, so what was here before that? I mean, there was another universe that then contracted. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's out, outside of our perception of time. It's okay, like, so a billion the, years ago, you see all like the stuff. The Earth maybe like changing form, and maybe. then all no, sh- sh- let it go. <laughs> no, let it right. go. But let the thing go. is, like, if if you went from four billion years ago to now, say in the space of a minute, it would be fifty nine seconds of just Earth, you know, existing on its own, trees and stuff. We're and nuts. then it, and then it would be, and then all of humanity would be there, and all the buildings would just go. And that'd and be it, that, and then it would that just would, continue that would and be stop. The sound of humanity. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much you it. Know, you're looking at me like I'm a maniac. No, no. What? Wait, you're you know? right. Yeah. You're making, you're making so it's point. a short stint, but it would just continue after that. Like everyone would be dead, all the buildings would still be there, and they would just continue. Yeah. But it's it's crazy to think that it's we like are such. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And then we'll <laughs> so start fights off vampires. So you, you're describing time? I mean, it's like that's what you're saying. It's like, but the, the point is, is time happens. Our bit is so irrelevant in terms of the whole planet. I love you. How old are you? You're like, tw- how, no, how old are you? I'm 23. You're Joel. 23. So th- this is the thing. Like, this is the conversation that every 23-year-old has. Like, See, we all had this conversation when we were 23. Gavin, like, now we're this is over. what happens with time, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is, this is, this is, this is the sadness of time. Time is beating him down. See, that's the real thing you need to worry about. It's turning into that. <laughs> it went on for 23 years and then... <laughs> It's like, did you ever wonder that we're only a speck of time in the universe? It's like, um, yeah, I don't care anymore. I've moved on now. Let's yeah, but everyone talks about a planet. It's like, we've got to save the planet. The pl- you know. Right. Who cares? That's right. Who cares? Well, it's all we have. It's we're a we slight inconvenience to the planet. Well, that's what we go back to the discussion we had about science before. Is like people who are like big about the space program. The space program, when you explore space, you're expa- when you look out there, you're, you're exploring the past, like this cosmic history. Because even the time it takes light to reach us, to show us what happened, it's... it's gone, yeah. Yeah, it's millions of years. You well, know? everything's the past, technically, if you use the light analogy. You're in the past. No, I know, but it's a relevant past, at least. It's not millions of years ago, yeah. you know. And it's, it's in our frame well, yeah, of reference. Well, yeah, there are some stars that what, you're seeing the light that was broadcast by the star before the earth was even there sure or even if we discover something like if we discover another civilization it's like we might we might reach them and you know have some kind of communication it might take hundreds of years to pass messages back and forth you know with current technology and then it's like we discover something it's like well we're not gonna be able to pay off on this for literally thousands of generations potentially whereas the if you go the other way and you like get with particle physics and things like that that's something we might be able to employ in our lifetime you know that's and that's what I'm, I'm more interested in, like, particle physics than I – it's interesting. The cosmos is interesting. And, like, you talk about us where we fall as a speck in the scale of time. Just in the scale of the universe, just in our current time, it's like we're beyond a speck. We're not even a speck. Yeah. There's a great Carl Sagan video called Pale Blue Dot. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's, it's a – yeah. It's a speech he made that somebody then made a video from. And it's, it's, it's the – I think it's Voyager. They turned Voyager around to look at Earth from – when How it was much passing, did that cost? when it was pay, a lot of money, it was a big decision around. to do it. And Carl Sagan was like championing, get back, turn it back, and take a picture of the Earth from the edge of the solar system. And it's, it's literally like the Earth is like a speck of dust in a sunbeam. Yeah. Is what it looks like. I so, think it was passing Jupiter or Saturn at the time. Was that? was like so. Way when everyone, yeah. whenever, when you think about like how big everything is now, small we are, it makes you sort of take real life less seriously. I still like, want to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the punch, like, the punch doesn't matter yeah, in the cosmic exactly. scheme of things. <laughs> but like, say say some guy has been like getting on your nerves for a year or something. It's like, yeah. 
See, that's why. That's why. That's why I like the I'm smaller the particle physics too, because I'm a fucking giant in fMRF. <laughs> All right, well, I, I'm the amalgamation of an infinite amount of universes. You're, you're like billions of units put together. Exactly. All right, Building up to this, baby. Let's wrap it up. Okay, I got one thing I want to talk about real quick right. though. To to go back on something Gavin was talking about. So you were talking about how much it costs to run a car for petrol. Like if you had a meter that said you're spending four pounds of money or whatever, even your money is, is like Joel's doesn't make sense. Joel's about to fall off. <laughs> Joel's melting. So to run a car when you're in a cab, you're not just paying for the gas. You're paying for the – they build in the cost of the vehicle and then the driver yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. So there's more than that. And a good, and way you can, a good way you can measure that, which will frighten the shit out of you, is every year the IRS calculates what that standard rate is, what it costs to run a car for gasoline and or an average vehicle for maintenance or whatever so that you can get reimbursed by your company when you drive your personal vehicle. Right. So then that can be a real sobering thing like, oh, I have a car so I can get around and it's a lot easier and I'll take the bus. Uh, the rate for 2012 the IRS puts out there for reimbursement of a vehicle is 55.5 cents a mile. So that's on top of fuel. That's just car maintenance and uh, – No, that's standard mileage rate for the car. Um that, I believe that includes fuel. fuel. Oh, that includes fuel. So that so includes 55. everything. Cost your car built in for like you know the rundown of the car and maintenance. What was it? Fifty five cents. Fifty five and a half cents per mile. Oh, that doesn't sound one that of, bad. One of the best. So if you go ten miles, it's five five bucks fifty. Yeah. So, so like bad. I live ten miles away from the office. So every day I spend eleven dollars. Well, I'm driving to, down I'm here to get the bus up. places. That's how much it costs. Most, most people, once there. they have a car, they just attribute the mileage to the gas. It's much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So so what would the gas be then per mile? That's everything, Gavin. Okay, that's let's start over again. <laughs> that, okay. That, I know that's everything. If you're doing your taxes and you've got like uh, – if you can write off miles, that's always a great thing. That was one of the best things you could do. Yeah. Like, okay. And on that, on the tax advice – But you got to keep a logbook and keeping a logbook. Yes. Hey, where are we going to go eat? Sucks. Or what you do is December 31st, you get out three different colored pens and you just start writing for the year. That was the, that was the thing back when I was doing the acting thing. It was like we had the, like a, a tax classes back at SAG. It was like keep a logbook, write everything down or whatever. It was just mm-hmm. like – so I had – you know. Like you said, you know my truck in the center console. It actually has grooves for hanging files because guys who are like real men who own my pickup, they use it for job sites and logging and stuff like that. And that's where the thieves—that's how they know where to steal stuff. Yeah, right? thieves who want to steal paperwork. <laughs> I got the logbook. <laughs> I got to know. I can do my taxes now. <laughs> I can do somebody else's taxes. Okay. Gus's where, where are we yeah. going to eat? Go. Where are we going to eat? Medical miles. Let's just go. I'm fucking starving. No, so right. Gus has to record or has to edit the podcast this week. Hey, Lindsay's and, out of the office. And it's one of the longest podcasts ever. How long have you guys been talking? I already stopped it. <laughs> <laughs>